Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah! So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Good morning, Everybody, happy, 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 happy sports Saturday across the nation. I'm Anthony Gargano. We are the fellas right here. Coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more car insurance. He is big Lincoln Kennedy. He'll be uh, with us shortly as we uh, get a little technical difficulties uh, taken care of, but it is March, and you feel it. And while all of a sudden, the, you watch the teams, the Blue Bloods, that had struggled with one-and-dones, and they had looked a little sluggish throughout the course of the season when we all thought it was going to be a wide-open March. Oh, man, anybody can win it down to a mid-major. Well, that might not be the case. Because if you look at these conference tournaments, the one thing you see is the heavy chalk. You see Kansas rock chalk looking strong. You see Duke and North Carolina, which went at it last night. And, you know, it's funny because as Duke is starting to play, he's starting to flex, going into last night, I actually thought Duke might be the favorite. Duke looks so good. And look so dominant during its streak, and you started to go, "Uh oh, I'm starting to see some teams distance themselves." And Duke was one of them. And look, even last night, and still, I still kind of believe that Duke could be the favorite going in, even though it may not be, even though it's not going to be a one seed, or it may not be a one seed. 
and that is you you watch the way they played last night, and they're just down the whole game to North Carolina, and get and kind of getting manhandled a little bit. But then you watch that run, and that run that they're on, it kind of shows you how dominant they can be. And I thought there was a couple of questionable calls, one on Bagley. Um, well, there was a charge call, and uh, Grayson Allen, a couple, I thought, ill-advised shots at the end. He had a chance. He had a look. But you started to watch the way Duke played during that run, how dominant it it's dangerous. The Blue Devils are a dangerous, dangerous team. And I always like to look at the conference tournaments as a barometer because it's that barometer of when you're playing this weekend and you get hot, that's when it's dangerous. That's when you can be a really dangerous team. So you look at Kansas as another one, and Kansas, which will play West Virginia in the Big 12 final today, Kansas is nasty. I'm looking at Kansas, and they looked just completely dominant during its periods against Kansas State. And Kansas State's a good team. And I'm watching Kansas, and I'm watching, always got to look at them during their run and how dominant they can be during their run. And Jayhawks were completely it. Completely had that swagger about them. And Kentucky. The young Wildcats, you know, you watch Kentucky, you beware because it looks like they got a real shot to make some noise, even as a 10-loss team. It's funny because you wondered, oh, man, down here, down here. But the young Wildcats starting to come together, completely dismantled Georgia yesterday. So it's been kind of fun. Villanova. Is very dangerous, and the Cats, I thought, looked uh, the, their best game by far within the last month. I see Villanova a lot, and Villanova was down, and then uh, I loved the way they started the game yesterday. It was like a nineteen nothing run to start the game. They look they look back to where they were in uh, at the end of January, where they were really kind of dominating teams. Because they can, they can swarm at you. And, again, the old adage about hitting the three, if they're not hitting the three, they can be dangerous. Um, they can be beaten. I, I think they're still dangerous. I think they play pretty good defense. And I, I really like the way really like the way they played. I think they, got a, uh, they, they look pretty good, too. So going into the tournament, the way you look at it, uh, I'm, not, I'm not bullish on Xavier. And I know Xavier lost. I'm anxious to see Virginia today against Carolina. Because the thing about Virginia is, Virginia is a team that obviously you know plays blanket defense. And they're really good. Look, they they, they can score more than usually. So usually they're this team that plays blanket defense. But, But the fact that the games are so low scoring keeps the other team in it. And because the other team's in it, it's more of a chance for an upset. Now, I think they have a good shot at the Final Four. Certainly, they're a Sweet 16 team. Because the first two, you're going to get a donkey in the first round, and then you're going to get a team that has to play them on a short couple days in the second round. 
So I like Virginia to get to the Sweet 16. But again, I don't know that they could score the ball well enough to avoid that upset in the second weekend. And I'm anxious to see how they look today against Carolina. You'll see uh, Providence Villanova in the uh, Big East final today. That's right here on Fox. There's a great one in, in Kansas, West Virginia. Wow, that's going to be something in the Big 12 final. Uh, that's tonight. That's going to be a great, great basketball game. Wichita State and Houston, they go at it today in the uh, American Athletic Conference final. That's a good one this afternoon. The SEC, I'm trying to figure out what to make of the SEC. Tennessee, dangerous. Florida lost to Arkansas yesterday. So I'm kind of looking at them. And in the Pac-12, I don't know, is Arizona going to recover from all the scandal and all the whatnot that has just kind of fed Arizona? They're against USC in the Pac-12 final today, later on this evening on FS1. But again, when you're looking at Arizona, I just don't know how they how Arizona gets gets out of its own way. But it's a fun weekend. I, I love the conference uh, tournaments. Like you look at this weekend and and this past week, anytime you get games at noon uh, Eastern time or in the morning, if you're on the West Coast and you're waking up and or you're at work and there's a nine a.m. tip, I mean that's great stuff, right? Any excuse for that is is to me, you got basketball in the day, I, I love it. And so when I'm looking at this whole thing, and I'm looking, I love, I mean, this is amazing, this tournament. I don't care uh, what kind of FBI investigation or any of this nonsense. I, I, I'm a college basketball fan. And it's why I think the one and done has worked for the college basketball fan. And actually, I think it's worked for the NBA as well. Remember, it's an NBA rule, the one and done. And I know people hate it. And look, it's not fair to the kid. The kid should be able to earn. Right? So that that uh, I'll concede. But if I'm talking strictly as a college basketball fan, I like the rule. Because at least I get to see Marvin Bagley Jr. I get to see these kids. I get to see studs come in, and at least even for one year, I get to watch them. Selfishly, I I wish there was a way where the NBA college basketball and the NCAA could work together. I wish there was a way where kids could have somehow be paid or or have money waiting for them. I I don't know how you do it. I've, I've actually tried... To come up with plans, like because I'm a loser and I love this stuff. But how do you, you know, you have draft rights and they get paid while they're by NBA teams because it, it's for and it's almost treated like a G League where you can go if they think you're ready, then you can just pull them up from the minor leagues, which would be NCAA because only it only does the NBA better when kids are playing two years in college. They're just so much better coming out of it. There's just so much better coming out of the school. There, there's so much more progress. Like, if I'm to say the optimum, look, you know, 
four years, forget about it. If you, if you, four years, you could be, you should be playing in the NBA. Three years is, it would be great, but I think you still probably shortchange some great talent. Two years would be perfect for me because even your best talent after two years, say he's 20 at that point, you know, 19, 20, his body's filling out and his body's almost ready for the NBA as opposed to that 18-year-old body that's not ready for the NBA. Those two years are big in body growth, and they also are in, in mentally. Just how you learn the game. I think when you learn the game, you, you got to the, the maturity of the game, the refinement of the game. And because you see it, you, you see it in the league with young teams and how their games aren't yet refined. And I think those couple of years, if you were in college, would do yourself a favor. Now, again, you got to figure out how they get compensated. But we're just getting started. I, I don't care. It's just a tournament, and all I care about is Selection Sunday. The games this weekend, and then Selection Sunday. We'll talk about a wild NFL ride. All of a sudden, trades are in vogue. I want to get into that next, and uh, hopefully we'll have Lincoln shortly. We are the fellas. I'm Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, fellas! With Lincoln Kennedy, I'm Anthony Gargano. Hanging out pre-tournament. Fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. That's right. What does it mean? What does it mean to uh to to, to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance? Fifteen minutes could just save you. That's it. Go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. By the way, Fellas are also brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. I love that dude who does the Granger commercials. He's like from Chicago, he's at the Chicago Midwest accent. And he talks about it, keeping his guy safe. And he's got the good, like, I want to work for that guy. That guy's got the, that guy I truly believe cares, even though he's an actor doing the commercial. That guy cares for his people. Let's bring in the uh, the crew before we get to Link and while we're trying to figure out Link. And I know this man's happy because his team's making big-time moves. Oh, yes. The Cleveland Browns. Trading to Sean Kaiser to Green Bay. Acquiring Tyrod Taylor for a third-round pick from the Bills. Trading for Jarvis Landry? And Jarvis Landry said he's excited to go to Cleveland. Oh, he's excited. You believe this? He was like, I'm in. I want to go to Cleveland. Matt doesn't want to go to Cleveland. He's my man over here, Philly engineer. But I know one guy who loves Cleveland, and that's our producer, Triple M. What is up? What is up, my man? How How you doing? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Like I'm much better. I was under the weather for a couple of weeks, mm. and then we had a bad another storm. But now I'm good. There you go, man. You, I'm good. You I'm sound good. refreshed. You sound refreshed. You sound yeah. energized for March Madness. Yeah, I'm all like, all hooped up. Oh uh, yeah, I'm all hooped up. But again, your your boys making trades. Oh boy. man, it was a flurry 
I, I couldn't believe this. Like, I, I, I got on the phone with my dad twice, and we were like, what, what, what is going on here? This is insane. Because we talk, we, I mean, you guys give me a hard time, and I know it's in good fun, but the Browns have just been known for not having good management. And John Dorsey came in today and just took everybody to task. I mean, these not only were these just sending a message, these were good trades. Like, these were good trades. Like, the Jarvis Landry trade... They gave up nothing for one of one of the great receivers in the league. Like he's a great receiver. Yeah, I mean, why you're seeing just FYI, why people are seeing these flurry of trades is because of the cap. So all these oh, yeah. trades, especially with are the Browns, salary related. So the the Browns have all the money in the world to spend, and they're able to spend it, and they can go get a, a Jarvis Landry. Yep. And it seems inequitable, and you're going, "Wow, that's all that's all it took for Jarvis Landry," but it's the contract that they're able to to absorb. Now, here's one thing, though: I hate Tyrod Taylor. I'm sorry. I I, I, I don't blame you, but I think the reason why it's interesting to me is because it really affects the draft. Because I know we spent a lot of time talking about last week. Hey. Browns take Saquon Barkley and the dilemma that they had because they don't have a quarterback in there. Now they've got a guy who's a stopgap. He's not going to get you anywhere. I mean, but he's proven that he can play. So I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, and I think a third rounder might have been a little bit much. But at the same time, I'd rather do that than pay what. $10, $12 million for A.J. McCarron, a guy who's only got two starts. So- yeah, I, listen, I, I get it, and, and the options are, like, what are you going to do while you're going to play? You're going to draft somebody at four. Yeah, absolutely. Quarterback. But so, this move was made clearly to get because they think Saquon Barkley's the best player in the draft. And they, well, they he is. Listen, right. you you, you got to go get Saquon. Saquon's got to be your guy. And, look, and I'm against having running backs – this being t- building a team with a back to me, you got to go quarterback first. How you're supposed to build your team is quarterback and corner, or quarterback tackle and corner, and then you you spice up with your back and your big time offensive weapon. The only thing that makes me a little queasy for the Browns is that I'm starting. And I'm really I don't have the quarterback, but I'm going to get the running back, and the running back has a shelf life of you hope five to six years at the top of his game. So you know again, it, I, I love Saquon Barkley, huge fan. He's an amazing back. He's Zeke Elliott who can catch the ball out of the backfield, but you, you got is he coming too early? For your franchise quarterback who has not yet arrived, it's an interesting so, debate. Yeah, it really is because it's it's the age old debate, especially with the Cleveland Browns. Hey, you, you still don't have the, the quarterback, and I mean the discrepancy here now. Now that you've got Tyrod Taylor in the fold, it's like, hey, if that gap between the one and four is not wide, then. You've got to believe that, or they don't have a definitive guy. Then you have to take best available, and the best available is Saquon Barkley. So, well, he is unless unless you look at it and you go, you say Sam Darnold is definitively better, and you have and you can obviously take him and groom him to be the franchise quarterback. So, right. Well, listen, I'm with you in taking Barkley one. My only point is that whoever you take it for is going to take some time to. Develop. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So uh, while that guy's taking time to develop, Saquon's taking hits. He's like on the clock. 
Yep. All of a shelf, sudden, shelf life's go, going down. Correct. It's, it's like it's like you're in. A, I know this is a bad analogy. It's like you're in a video game and you've got like the power, or it's like you're a cell phone and it's like the life is slowly trickling down, and it's like you're getting yes. a little lower on that battery life. Yeah, and, and you know it's a shame because that, and that's why you'd prefer to get your your franchise back or franchise skill player next the following year. Give the give the quarterback a little bit of a head start to get used to it to get his feet while you're building a line. So you, you got to build you got to build a line. You need ends and you need corners, right? So you build your you need your. It's almost and I remember Andy Reid telling me this. You, you should his philosophy was the shell philosophy. So the shell is are right, you build the outer shell of the team, right? So you build tackles. Left tackle, presumably you have the right-handed quarterback. You have you have the ends that can rush the quarterback. You have the corners that protect in the back end. So that was his shelf. Those were his most important positions. Now again, you know I think the interior on both lines. The Eagles showed you how important those are. The Eagles win. They win the Super Bowl. Forget about Nick Falls. And forget about anything else. The Eagles won the Super Bowl because they had the best defensive line and the best offensive line combination in the league. And that's why they won. Now, they got quarterback play to get them to where they were the one seed. So, the, you know, I'm not dismissing the quarterback. But ultimately, they win and are able to sustain the loss of Carson Wentz because they're both their lines were so good. When you got a defensive front that can that can play as well, and again, I know the Super Bowl Patriots put up points, that sort of thing. That's the way that game was played. But that defensive front had been good, had been dominant all year long. And so that's why you add the Michael Bennett to it this week was a big deal because they just got even stronger in that Jim Schwartz defense. That that front is nasty. But if you're the Browns you know, the sexy guys, oh, looks good. You know, oh, my God, look at Saquon. But are you wasting him? Are you better off trading that pick? Like, nobody wants to hear that because you're like, how many times are going to trade? How many times are going to trade? How many times are going to trade? Unfortunately, this draft, if unless you're in love or, or force yourself to be in love with one of those quarterbacks, it's just a draft to be completely rebuilding through. Because, you know, I wouldn't mind if I were the Browns if, if this draft had a nasty left tackle that is clearly the best player in the draft. Now, the best offensive lineman in the draft is a guard, and you can't build with the guard. Not You can't take him like top three, top four. There's no value there. There's a value assigned to each position, and that's important. That's an important deal. Does this make sense to you, you Brown fan? You? It does. It, it really does because, it, and it, it's the dilemma that has faced the Cleveland Browns forever. If I told you they were going to trade that pick, what would you do? Uh, Not draft Saquon and trade it for if, another number one, a future one, and a future two. If you told me that, I'd probably wouldn't be very happy because here here's the thing. We've been 
the Browns fans are tired of waiting. And with the whole right, Sasha, the with, with, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it all goes back to the process. But yeah, with, the, the whole thing with Sashi Brown, we were like, oh, okay, we're going to keep training, keep training. With the moves that they made today, that means John Dorsey's not messing around and he wants to rebuild this thing now. So if they all of a sudden turned it around and basically said, hey, we're going to trade number one and try and get more pieces around it. Right. I mean, I mean, if if you could tell me what they were doing as a result of it, maybe I'd like it more. But the optics wouldn't be very good in that scenario, considering what's happened the last two years. Yeah, like do you like, you know, I mean, like Demarius Randall. All right, starting okay. cornerback. I mean, I mean, that's I mean, not that's not know. that's that, that's not that's not the worst move in the world. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, he's all right. Yeah, he's know. all right. He's a starting corner, so that yeah. that that I mean, helps. He's, he's a yeah, he's a starting cornerback, but there's a lot of starting cornerbacks that aren't very good. Right. Yeah, he, that's he, that's to be good. to be very okay. Right. But like again, if I'm Dorsey, I, I I'm serious. I again the Tyrod Taylor thing, and I get him as a stopgap, but like that wouldn't be a move. I would I wouldn't trade a third round pick for Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I think it may be because in the grand scheme of things, you're looking at it and. You're seeing that they basically gave up more for Tyrod Taylor than they did Jarvis Landry, which is exactly. which is which is which is kind of ridiculous if if you think about it in hindsight. But it, it, you can also look at it as like they had so many picks that like to part ways with that one. It may. Well, you, it, it, the problem with them is you got to hit on the picks. You got to right, be able to. Oh, no, no, the, yeah, the, it's the, like the, yeah. The problem we, wasn't the process that Sassy Brown went on. It was the fact that they, they couldn't identify talent. Yeah, and you got to identify talent. Yeah, you got to identify talent. Not guys use, and not use a computer. Are, turn on tape and go. All right, I know what I'm looking at. That's the biggest problem with the Browns. wasn't It wasn't what they were going for. It was the guys they were picking players. Right. It, it was the real issue. Yeah, the All numbers. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, let's let's uh, bring on the rest of the crew. I with Sam is with us, our fine uh, associate producer and an engineer. What do you say, I with Sam? Uh, hey there, Anthony. Uh, good to be here. Uh, we are we are efforting on getting Mister Lincoln Kennedy here shortly. All right. All right, give Lincoln my big virtual hug, of course, from me. Okay, because I, I love my boy, and now. I'm mad at him because he has forsaken me over the last couple of weeks. I've missed him dearly. It has been too long since I've gotten to speak to this man, the one, the only, Figgy. I'm back. What's going on, Ant? How you doing, brother? Cuz, where, where you been, man? Uh, you know, the powers that be, some uh, schedule restructuring, reshuffling over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm glad to be back with you, though. I had nobody talk hoop with me, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back, no, though. Man, NBA. NBA. Yeah, we got to get... I, I, I got, like... I need, here's what I need you to do. Yes. I need you to do this trending. Tell me how the rocket streak ended. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> I need you to talk... We need to talk LeBron. Okay. And, and, the, and the story about the four teams, okay? Yes. Perfect. Works right. for me. All right. Go for it. All right. Now, you mentioned the Rockets. They had their 17-game win streak snapped at the hands of the Toronto Raptors, who extended their own win streak to seven in a row. 108 to 105 was the final score, by the way, despite 40 points from James Harden. Kyle Lowry had 30 points for the Raptors in the victory. Toronto's won 14 of their last 15 games, so they're red hot themselves. The Blazers also hot. They've won nine consecutive games. 125 to 108 was the final score as they defeated the Golden State Warriors. Damian Lillard had 20. 28 points and 8 dimes. C.J. McCollum with 30 points 
in the victory as well. Wins for the Bucks, Pacers, and Wizards. Nuggets beat the Lakers 125 to 116. Jamal Murray with 22 points there for Denver. Oh, you mentioned LeBron James, by the way. Uh, his Cavaliers lost to the Clippers in Los Angeles on Friday as well. Smacked. Yeah, 116 to 102. No fault of LeBron. 25 points, 10 boards, six dimes there. DeAndre Jordan putting in work, 20 points and 23 rebounds for the Clippers, who have won five of their last seven. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And some college hoops action, some conference championship tournaments going on. We have Villanova and Providence each getting victories in the semifinals of the Big East tournament. So the finals of that matchup will be later this afternoon on Fox. You can watch Villanova take on Providence in the Big 12. Kansas will take on West Virginia. ACC Virginia will take on North Carolina. Arizona with an overtime victory over UCLA. USC blew out Oregon. Those two will score off on Fox Sports 1 on, on later tonight. For the Pac-12 championship, SEC quarterfinal victories for Alabama, who got a big upset win over Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Kentucky. And then some golf, second round of the Valspar championship. Tiger Woods looking better than he has in a long time. He shot 3-under, 68, tied for second place at 4-under for the tournament. Now, uh, Rory did not make the cut, right? Correct. Correct. And Tiger looked good. Tiger looked phenomenal. He looked good on the greens. Definitely. Definitely. So very encouraging for Tiger. Deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Been a long time that he's looked this good uh, heading into the into the weekend of a tournament. I'm excited. I mean, I think yeah. I think everybody is in golf. Yeah. Where, you know, you got the masters around the corner. And, you know, if he could stay today and tomorrow, stay in it and, and, and maybe give it a run. Uh, you know, who knows what happens come April. Oh, it'd be huge. You can imagine golf is just is salivating over Tiger Woods actually being a factor in the Masters or any major tournament. Right now. Considering the awesome. the last four, you know, few years or so. And by the way, Anthony, you were talking some football. Your uh your world champion Eagles made a trade uh, on Friday as well. Yeah, Tory Smith. Mm-hmm. Is going to go and uh for Darrell Worley. Uh Darrell Worley, who was a cornerback for the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, which is which they, they have a lot of they have their corners. Mm-hmm. They already have stockpile corners. They have Jalen Mills, who's got the he's called the Green Goblin. He's got green hair. All the right? Green Goblin, I like that. Yeah, it's good. yeah, he's their slot corner, along with Patrick Robinson, who played their slot. Mm-hmm. I I always thought that the Goblin would be the slot. Patrick Robinson was was the slot last year. Played really well. Had a big interception to Matt Ryan. They have uh, Darby, who's terrific. Yeah, Ronald they Darby's also, good. If you remember Sidney Jones, who is... Yeah, the, the, a Washington kid. That's right, who they took and stashed a year ago. He had an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. It's almost like having the first-round pick. Nice. And uh, and they have uh, Douglas, the kid from West Virginia, who played. He's got good length, 6'2". Uh, so they're stockpiled with like young and talented corners. So look for them to make another trade at some point soon involving yeah. some of their cornerbacks. It might be the way that you built, though. You were talking a second ago about them building up that defensive line, you know, bringing in Bennett this offseason, too. If you get a, a, a decent pass rush, you don't need superstar corners back there. You just need guys who are solid enough and who can hold up a little bit. So, Well, I mean, that's it. It's, it's so much is – and look, and that's what Jim Schwartz's scheme's about. Jim right. Schwartz's scheme – it's why he runs like a bit of a wide nine in passing downs, because basically it's you know let, let me get a, an edge to the quarterback off the edge and, and let's see what we can do, and it's it really proved effective last year. 
Smart way to build. And I know the Eagles are possibly the, the worst salary cap position of any team in the league at this point, are they not? Yeah, the, one of, reason why the Michael Bennett move was made is that Vinnie Curry mm. is due a $10 million uh, bump. So he's going to get moved. So Curry's out. Because and it really carries out. I love Vinny, yeah. But but Michael Bennett's an upgrade. So yeah, for sure. You're going to get Michael Bennett and get cap relief. So that that's a big deal. They also got some other fat to trim. Tory Smith was really a uh, a cap move. He wasn't going to come back. Mm-hmm. So they got so they got they're, they're they're ready to go because um, I saw Carson and Carson is uh, looks pretty good. Was there so any I, backlash to the Alshon Jeffrey uh, situation about his injury and they signed him to an extension and apparently he may have hidden it from them before they right. gave him the extension? Or was there any, any anyone upset surgery. out there? Nah, nah. I mean, look, all they care about is they, they won the Super Bowl. Right. Alshon will never have to pay for a meal. Anybody yeah. on that team will never have to pay right. for a meal. And he made plays, too, so it's not like you know they, they hampered nah, him was, too much. No, he was he was terrific in the playoffs. He really was. He he had a connection with Nick Foles. So they're uh, they're everybody's happy when you never win a Super Bowl and then you win Super Bowl Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no there's no grousing whatsoever. And in the fashion that you want it and who you beat, I mean that just made that makes it that much more sweet. Exactly. So, exactly. Love it. We're the fellas, and we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, coming up, a fig. I want. I need you some more. Okay. Because uh, you saw the story, Kevin O'Connor in the Ringer. Yep, the, sure did. LeBron has narrowed his teams to four, and the, at least the destinations I'll say to four, mm-hmm. and those four that those four destinations would be Cleveland, Houston, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia. That's right. So I, I want to go over each of the four destinations, and I want to have a little fun about where LeBron can wind up. And where would be best for him to go? So I want to do that straight ahead. We got that. I want to get back to the tournament. A lot of a lot of hoop watching now. And then uh, what we're going to what you're going to do for the first couple of days. Now you, you need to be clever when you're calling out sick Thursday Friday. Because let's face it, Thursday Friday there are these moments in sports throughout the calendar, and Thursday Friday one of them. That's it. Like we're we're it's it's all you want to do is be with your friends and watch games and drink. That's it. Just beers, basketball. That's all you want. It's simple. It's a man pleasure. All right. We're the fellas with Lincoln Kennedy and Anthony Gargano right here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, great news! There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% more on car insurance. We're the fellas. I'm Anthony Gargano. Lincoln will uh, be hanging out with us shortly, for sure. But I want to get into this uh, LeBron story, because I, I love I love it. First of all, who knows the accuracy? and All, all we know is that LeBron does like to be talked about. So I'm going to get my, uh, my NBA brother in there, Figgy. Because Figgy and I geek out over the NBA. Always. We, we, we like to talk NBA. So so let's look at the four teams. So the four teams are 
Cleveland. We'll start there. Mm-hmm. Now, you look at the way they've played after the break, and they've gotten destroyed. Right. And they don't look good. They don't fit well. There's a problem going forward. Now, again, there's no Kevin Love. That's so a big Kevin factor. Love, yeah. Right. So Kevin Love coming back, you know, m- maybe they're better. I-, I don't know that they could beat Toronto. But maybe they're better, and I just think they lack they lack that all the that all the guy next to him. Right? Yeah, they, they, he doesn't have Kyrie. He doesn't have that Robin to his Batman. You know, a legit number two option. That, that that's a big piece that's missing for LeBron in terms of winning a title. I do think they're still good enough to make it out of the Eastern Conference. Uh, uh, they have enough talent to still be able to mesh together, and LeBron James can dominate and really mm-hmm. turn it on when he needs to. So I. Um, I'm not a hundred percent confident that they can make it out of the East. East, but if you if you t- if I was a betting man and you told me I had to pick someone coming out of the East to this day, I'd still say it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that's and that's a part of it is, and you'll agree, sentimental, right? Because part of it is like you go, I'm not going to go pick against LeBron. Yeah, because if anybody could, to that. could will could will them out of the East, it's him. Mm-hmm. Actually, right now, I take Toronto. Okay. I I think I would take Toronto. But here's why it's important. Because talk to anybody that knows LeBron well, and they'll tell you that LeBron really hasn't made up his mind. And, well, he is the one thing he is is prone to whims. Mm -hmm. And if the wind starts to blow a certain way in June, it could change everything. It could change the whole course. He could have his mind set on a destination right now, but it could all fall apart in June and he could change his mind. And so that's where the Cleveland future is so important. Because if he goes to the Cavs, he looks at the Cavs and goes, huh, this is a dead end because I don't know how you fix it. Because right. right now, like, how, like how, how would you fix that roster? I don't know that you can, to be honest with you. I mean, and bringing, look, when, when LeBron was there the first time, what was the biggest issue? was bringing in players to actually join him and want to want to actually play there with him. Right. That's why he went to Miami and he had to go with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. So you're not going to recruit any big-name free agents to come to Cleveland, especially when LeBron is, and as he's still phenomenal. I say he's on the back end of his career. He looks still playing phenomenal uh, at this point in time. Uh, so I don't see what the, why the situation would be any different now. You know, Kyrie was already there. He inherited him when he came back. You know, they had the number one draft pick that, they tr- that turned into Anthony Wiggins, and they traded that for Kevin Love. So the two best players they got to play with LeBron in Cleveland were already there or were traded for. No one actually voluntarily decided to come there and join him. So I think that's still an issue. That's still a hurdle in talking about getting players to want to choose to come to play in Cleveland. Well, right. Choose to come to play in Cleveland. That cap space is another problem. Definitely. So that's going to be an issue. So he can look at Cleveland and go, it's a dead end. Mm-hmm. I know it's my home. But he can also walk away knowing that he ended the drought, he right. brought the championship, and so that's good enough for his conscience to leave again. So then you look at Houston. I, I don't know how he would fit in. I mean, how the, he would fit in cap wise. I don't know what it would. How Daryl Morey could fit LeBron in and make it work economically. Right. I mean, you know, I know there's probably a way. LeBron and Harden, I mean, it would be incredible. It would be unreal. I mean, Chris Paul is is a free agent at the end of the season, so maybe it's a situation where him and his banana boat brother would take a little bit less 
to be there in Houston. Maybe they can find a way to sell off Ryan Anderson's contract because I know he's making a, a pretty penny for the next couple of years. Uh, and Maury's gotten creative before in making some deals and, and making things happen. But my guess is if LeBron did go to Houston, both he and Chris Paul would have to take below market value to play with each other and they're there with, Chris, uh, with uh, James Harden. So then you start to look and you go, is Houston the type of market for LeBron? And I keep saying no. I don't. I don't see LeBron in Houston. I don't see LeBron in San Antonio. I. I don't see him in those in the, the Texas market. Seems they seem. I don't say they seem small, but kind of do. Removed, don't yeah, they? they seem I mean, kind of removed. Yeah, because Cleveland is unique because that's you know it's hometown. So that's that's always you know going home right. is always a factor. Um, but I mean, Houston, Houston's a big market. Yes, absolutely. However, it's not a sexy big market, right? You but, know, I mean, if, if you're going to go dominate a market, you want to dominate either one of the coasts or maybe, you know, or Chicago, right? Like the, right. the three, New York, Chicago, L.A. Now, Philly is interesting because Philly is close enough to New York. Mm-hmm. Remember, Philly is a 90-minute train ride to Manhattan. Now, Philadelphia also has the best young talent in all the NBA. No doubt. Joel Embiid, right. the best center, maybe the best center in the league at this point. And he's, and he's never played with a center. He never had – LeBron never had a big man. Kobe had a big man. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike never had one, but LeBron never had a big man to play with. Right. And JoJo is a stud. Yes. This kid's a stud. He's a beast. And they have Ben Simmons, who is a much like LeBron in, yeah. in the – career LeBron arc he's following. I'll be now, interested to see how that dynamic will work with Ben and LeBron considering okay. how similar they are. Here's here's how it works. I'm glad you brought that up because that was my next point. Okay. Because people say, oh my God, how can they play? They don't, LeBron doesn't fit, but yes, he does. Because what LeBron can do now is just focus on being a scorer. LeBron, where, where Ben Simmons is LeBron when LeBron first came into the league, mm-hmm. where he doesn't have a perimeter game, where he can get to the rim at will, but he doesn't have a perimeter game. So while he develops his perimeter game, it took LeBron three years to become a credible shooter. I say so, yeah. Right? Right? Well, he doesn't have to worry about it right now because LeBron's on the team. So LeBron could take the scoring load off of Ben. Ben still keeps the, the role as primary distributor. Something that LeBron could easily relinquish and become the score. Hold the thought, Fig, because I want to get to Los Angeles and maybe another sleeper team we haven't thought about. Oh, welcome back to the fellas. Hour number two. I'm Anthony Gargano. Big Link is uh, waiting impatiently on the sidelines. Technical problems. He's there waiting. Put me in, coach. Fix the problems, coach. The boys are efforting. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Tomorrow is Selection Sunday. Today, all kinds of conference championship finals. We'll go over it. We'll take a look at some bracketology where we sit right now. Now, I know Xavier is, has had a great year. 
there's no way in the world, in my eyes, should X get a one seed. I'm sorry. I'm a Big East fan, but they don't deserve two one seeds. X should be out as a top seed. But we'll get into what bracketology looks like going into tomorrow. I love this stuff. I do. I geek out over it. It's the greatest. It's the greatest two days. You know, the, the, the Thursday, Friday is the best. It's those two days of sports where, you know, you can't wait for tip-off and you go from 12-hour stint, 12-hour stint. And in 48 hours, you have watched 24, half of your uh, awakened existence watching round ball. It's the best. It's the best. This is it. Anyway, we'll get into uh, some good bracketology. We'll get back to the NFL. I got a couple fun things. By the way, while Lincoln is, is having uh, issues with, tech, with uh, technical stuff, my, I come into my studio today, and I do the show out of Philadelphia, and it smells like fish, like literally fried fish, the remnants of a bad fried fish sandwich. So much so that I spent the first like ten minutes I was here looking around for this for the fish, like somebody. Left the fillet of fish like wrapped up somewhere in the corner here. Now it's it. There's nothing worse than a studio that stinks, and there's nothing worse than a studio that smells like fish. You feel me, Triple M? Yeah, that's uh, that is not uh, something you want to walk into at six o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. No, the the the, uh, the, the fish smell is no good. Now again, oh, yeah. at least like I have a producer. On my regular show, who's a gassy guy? You told me now, about the pecker checker, right? Yeah, the pecker checker. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a, he's got a lot of gas. The pepper che- the pecker checker. That's a good quality to have. <laughs> so now now he sits by himself in the studio, but oftentimes I need to go into that studio to confer with him during a commercial break. Of course, of course. So you know, at times I, I run in there, and and the smell hits you like. A right cross. Oh, you go, oh, whoa. And like it stuns you. Like you ever get punched in the nose and your eyes water and you like are momentarily stunned? Someone hits you like pops you good right in the middle, of the, right in the nose. Hits you flush. Yeah. And, and your eyes water. Never ever happened to you? It's never happened to me, but uh, and I hope it and I hope it never does. But I hope I've it heard, never does. For your no, 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 no. But uh, believe me, people who I've talked to who have been punched in the face—that's not fun. That is not fun, and it feels like you you basically got hit. Like especially if you get hit flush, it's like getting yeah. hit like in the face with a ton of bricks, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, it, it's weird because we live in a more civil society. Yes, thank God. So that the your generation, and I'm a generation past you, my generation, and and it's it's gotten it, it's gotten more and more civil as time is going on. So mine was a little mine was civil compared to say my father's, you know, or 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 my older like my older cousin, right? Like it, it's gotten it's gotten less and less. It's got more and more civil. 
and less and less violent. So, but like we still fist fought a lot growing up, and and so I've been punched in the face quite a few times, and uh, the, the that feeling where your eyes are water—that's the smell that you I get when I walk into my producer's studio. And but if that, but that goes away, like the gas goes away quick, unlike the fish smell. That really kind of lingers. So is it uh, just Timmy with this? It's like trash. It's like garbage. Right. No. So it's like when you're walking in the grocery store and you go buy like the seafood and meat department. Like because I I I worked in a grocery store for about four and a half years. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I worked. I worked before I started working here. I worked at Avon's out here, which is Safeway. Did you? Yes, I did. I I I, what departments did you work at? I worked as a courtesy clerk in the front end, and then I worked in the service deli. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you were cutting the lunch meat? I was cutting the lunch meat, yes. Wow, for, for, did you know how to use the slicer? Yes, I did. Unfortunately, I did not cut my uh, finger off, so that was that was a... Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yes, uh, I was doing that Triple for about M two... doing the slicer. Yep. Uh, Give me did, a quarter pound of, of Genoa salami. Yep. Did that all the time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it Half was an interesting. Were you like Miss? Were, were the older la- the older ladies like they take their lunch meat seriously? Oh, absolutely. Ladies. Yeah, th- no, they they want to cut razor thin, and they want it cut like they want like just like a quarter pound. They want small, right. ridiculous amounts. Yeah, and- I want an eighth of a pound of bologna, <laughs> and I want a, a two tenths of a pound. You have no idea how many Swiss times cheese. I had that. That person waiting in my line, and I had to serve them. It was annoying, but part of the job. Wow, that's classic! It, I didn't it, know it, you were a deli man. Yep, long, long time ago. It's in my past, but yeah. But the the point that I was getting at is like when even when you go into a grocery store, not as an employee, like you walk past the seafood market or the seafood uh, or the the meat and seafood department, and it smells ridiculously worse than the rest of the store. So it's like, if you go into the meat department, I can't imagine what those employees were doing back there because they're working in that for eight hours. They're working yeah, in that. You, I, I think your nose gets desensitized. Oh, my goodness. It smells awful. <laughs> yeah. the meat, But well, the fish had to smell the worst, all right? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You get a hot, because there's nothing worse than the hot, when it's hot outside, and then the fish smell with the heat. Oh man, that's terrible. That's a bad. That's a bad stench. Very bad. All right, no, that's what it's like here. It's like a. It's imagine like a ninety degree day with fillet of fishes uh, oh, sandwiches. Man, that's terrible. Strewn around. Uh, Figgy, I gotta get back to this LeBron situation. Yes. Sorry for the uh, fish. Uh, no, talk. it's fine. And by the way, you said people are more civil nowadays as far as like fighting. No, I think they just argue and do their fighting over social media now. It's probably more of that than anything. Yes, uh, you, you're correct. So if anything, they're that's probably move by you. more wusses, but that's probably a different conversation for a different day. No, no, but you're right. It's taken over. But at least nobody's getting hurt. There's I, that. I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, feelings are getting hurt. I don't know how you want to describe that, yeah, but yes. I don't know. I, yeah. I can't. I, you know, again. I know, I'm but, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I want to go down a different feel, rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be, you know, whatever. I know what you mean. I don't want to be that guy. That's, yes. Uh, you know, that's... And again, because I, you know, whatever, I'm done. I don't need to even, you yeah. know where I come I, from. Exactly. I feel you. So anyway, uh, the bottom line is Philadelphia should be an attractive place for LeBron. When last we left where LeBron goes, we looked at Cleveland and it's kind of a dead end. 
Right. Then we look at Houston, and you go, ah, it's not the perfect fit. It's not the good market. I'd say, now, but it's not a good market. I'd say it's an excellent opportunity to be able to win and be able to beat Golden State. You know, and be able to, to you know emerge out of the Western Conference and get to you know face whoever you would face in the East for, and have a champion, a chance to win a championship. I would say of the four options, is probably the best opportunity, uh, most immediate opportunity to win a championships. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree. So there's, so that I, will be the upside to going to Houston. I, I would agree. And again, this is nothing against Houston as a city. It's a great American city. Mm-hmm. It's uh, again, I just when I'm looking at it from. LeBron and marketability, the whole thing, and what you want out of a home team. Now, I will. I could argue that if you're in Philly, you have incredible talent. Yes. Like I, I don't know if you've been following the Sixers much, Fig, but there's they, they got a kid from Croatia, Dario Saric. Dario Saric, yes, excellent All player. Right. So uh, they he's pronounced like a sh sharich. So Dario has become a legit stretch four. What they needed him to do was knock down his perimeter three because mm-hmm. you could shoot. You, you have ability, and it was it was inconsistent last year, and this year he's been money knocking down the three. Mm-hmm. So he's a perfect fit space wise. With Embiid and Simmons. And he and Covington can light it up from the outside. Well, Covington stinks. Don't give him a little, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. It was a bad signing. And so a, a little overpaid, a, but yeah. I have a bad, bad, bad. I was not a Cov, Covington fan. You're not a Covington guy? No, I've never been a Covington guy. He's okay. probably been on a bad team. But whatever, that's just a, that's neither here nor there. Well, I would think of for the role that he would play, let's say in a LeBron James type of you know, lens, his role would be his role ten would be minutes a, off the bench. I think it would be a spot up shooter. But all right, yeah, but he he wouldn't start because LeBron would start in front of Covington. Sure, sure. So they would have and and by the way, the the best defender on the team, Simmons. Mm-hmm. So then LeBron, you had two incredible defenders on the wing with that kind of length. They would be nasty defensively because you would have Embiid as the as the rim protector. Like they would be really, really good. Absolutely, and they would own the Eastern Conference. So there's the argument. The argument is is that yeah, he goes to Houston, but it's no guarantee that he beats the Warriors. No, it's no guarantee. Right, you're guaranteed the finals trips. Now, it all that matters how quickly. Those young Sixers grow up to now where can LeBron and the young Sixers, can they win and beat Golden State? Yeah, I, I don't. They have an excellent shot of getting to the finals. I don't know if it's guaranteed because you're also talking about a young roster that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience and things of that nature. I still think the Boston Celtics, should they get Hayward back, could be a threat and they can still have money to work with and could lure in. You know, find a way to bring in Anthony Davis or something. You know what I mean? So that's still a factor. Uh, listen, you're getting Anthony Davis now. I'm starting to worry about Celtics. Yeah. Gordon Hayward, Kyrie, good, real yes. good. But I take LeBron, Embiid, Ben, Sharish. Yeah, from a pure talent standpoint, absolutely. And then there's yeah. still Embiid with the – and he's playing more and more minutes, but the injury concerns are, are always going to be in the back of your head there too when it comes right. to big guys and the type of injuries, the types of injuries he's had. I agree with that. All right, coming up, we go tackle Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. 
because I still think LA's the favorite. Okay. All right. So we'll tackle Los Angeles, and then I want to throw a sleeper team at you. All right. I'm looking forward that to this. That was not in Kevin O'Connor's four, but I think should be. We're the fellas. I'm Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, fellas. Hey, we're talking about the basketball and the tournament, the whole thing. Well, you got to get the Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And it's with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many Hooters. How about that? The smoked wings. Go for a little smoked wings and hoops. What do you think, uh, Triple M? What are you doing? Are you working Triple M during the tournament? Did uh, you get off? I, I actually got kind of lucky this week. I'm actually going to be off Thursday and Friday. So, <laughs> dude, you're off Thursday and Friday. Oh, I, I got I got really lucky. I, I I don't know how I did it this year. I didn't ask for it off, and for some reason, yeah, I'm not working Thursday Friday. So I get I get a dream here. What and, are you doing? Uh, I, I'm. You have plans. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to try and I I might actually go kick it with my dad and see if I can watch like the first couple of, uh, ice. Or, yeah. Good man. It, no, cause I, I, I've done this before, like, especially when I, when I was in school and when I, when I was in school or like even before that, I would try my best to like, at least hit up with a friend or go to like, like a sports bar close to us. I remember one year, I think it was a Thursday. I went to a local sports bar about 15 minutes away from my house and me and my friend just kicked it for like pretty much like the morning session of games. It's, 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 it truly is an event. Like it really, is, like it really is yeah, like, a, it's yeah. like a national, no, it's, ho- awesome. it's like a national you, holiday. You know, it's funny though. Like, you know, you're a West coast guy. I've been an East coast guy my whole life. So the, we, like I look at the early game, the noon game. Now I can't imagine the tournament. So it starts at 9 a.m. It starts at, it starts at about nine nine thirty. Yeah, they, and they, it they, goes they, till about nine, and then the games are over about nine thirty. Oh, right? oh yeah. Like I, I, I've been through it. Like sometimes these games, especially the West Coast ones, in the early, in like the first and second round, sometimes these games don't wrap up until after ten. Sometimes right. because the worst thing that can happen, especially with these sessions, is like a game will run long and then they can't start the second game of the session until twenty minutes right. after the game ends. And it just no, I love it. The, like to me, the longer the better. Like, oh, I, oh I, no, I, I'm not disputing that. You know. It's just like it's a long night for people, and I've actually had the privilege of being able to go to NCAA tournament games. I went to a Sweet 16 and an Elite Eight when it was out in LA a couple years ago. I think it was the last year Frank Kaminsky was at Wisconsin and uh, Arizona was. I think I don't know if that was Aaron Gordon's team or if it, I think it was Stanley Johnson's team with Arizona that I got a chance to watch and. There is a following of Arizona out here in L.A. Like it is insane. That fan base translates, especially it being a West Coast. But yeah, which is odd because of UCLA. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now you would think that Arizona would not have as much penetration, of course, because yeah. UCLA and even USC to some extent, but really UCLA basketball. Um, there's nothing better. I used to cover. When I was a sports writer. I did a lot of those games. The Bryce Drew. Such a, such a great moment in that one. <laughs> which was awesome. I covered that game. I wound up being going on the uh there was a bus. The regional was in St. Louis that year. And so I went from Valparaiso, Indiana, which is a farming school, 
and hung out with Homer and Bryce Drew and took a bus with the team to St. Louis from Indiana, which was a lot of fun, and then wrote about it. There's so many good stories. I just love those Cinderella stories. They were a blast. And then, um, I, of course, I covered the uh, – I saw the Leitner shot. Yeah, that's right. That was at the old Spectrum, right? That was in Philly, yeah. Yeah. The Leitner shot. I actually was there as a spectator. But there's nothing better than being off on the fig. Are you off? What's your schedule on Thursday, Friday? I am not off. I'll be working throughout the day. So it's not. It's fine. I mean, like, I'll be up. Like, what time do you have to work? Uh, 9 a.m., right as the games are tipping off. Oh, man, really? But I'll be at the radio station for our, lo- for our local affiliate out here, so the games will be on. So I'll, I'll have to keep, you know, half an eye on, you know, be able to keep a half an eye on the games going on. So it's not terrible. It's like I'm, you know, trapped in some office somewhere, and I have to stream it on my computer and hit the boss button when the boss walks by. So it's right, not, it's the n- boss button, yeah. Yeah, so it's not, it's not that type of situation. So it could be worse. You know, the only thing is, though, truthfully, like, like I, when I, I mean, I covered a lot. I used to write about him. I used to cover, mm-hmm. and I, I loved covering it. But I, my favorite place to be during the tournament, ser- I hate to say it, is a bar. Yeah, I, I do. I love to be in a bar during the tournament. I, there is nothing better because you could just watch them all. Now, this year I'm doing. I do a morning show. Mm-hmm. So I we're doing the morning show from a casino in Atlantic City. So I'll be staying at the casino in Atlantic City for three days. Nice. So I already got the upgrade of the suite. So I got I got friends of mine coming down that'll stay in my suite. We got the big suite too, pool table, like the Two bedroom. Okay, look at you high rolling over there. All right, yeah. then. I see you, Ant. Well, you, you know what? I have the, the, the so I know the guy. Right? Yeah, of course. You got to know the guy. Of course. Right? So, and I love the guy. The guy takes care of me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when he can. And I'm like, dude, you got to do me a favor. I got to get the big suite for the tournament. And he's like, I got you covered. And the big suite for all the, the true ballers that go down to the casino has two big bedrooms a pool table. It's got two sets of chairs, like seven TVs, gigantic TVs. Oh. It's even got a thing in the room. It's got the sauna. It's got the it's got the thing in the room that where it'll spray like I don't know scents in the air. Like oh, like one of those like timed scent like things. It just like, automatically just sends like a little scent into the air for yeah, like periodically. But it's like it's almost and it's it's set with uh like I put it on the on beach mm. the last time I had it. And it felt like you were on the beach. Wow. Like literally even had like it's a humidifier with the whatever, I don't even know. It's like your own mini resort, Anthony, is what it it's sounds unbelie- like. It's unbelievable. It's, it's outrageous, right? Seven TVs. Seven TVs. So Gigantic too. Like so all over the joint. You so your spot is the sports bar, basically. Yeah. Right, so I'm excited because yeah. I got the big suite. So I got the buddies, right? And then it, it's all, the, the thing stocked. But the seven TVs is perfect mm-hmm. because I can have them set on all the games. And the beauty is I'm there for work. Right. You can legitimately show, say, hey, I'm working, man. Right. So my show starts, my show's over at 10. It's a morning show. So my show's over at 10. 
And because the show's over at 10, I, I, I'm ready. The game started at noon my time. Mm-hmm. Now, how perfect is that, bro? That's amazing. That is now, an amazing I, I setup. I almost wish you could come in. Like, do, like, I almost wish you could come over, come take a fl- fly out, you and, and Triple M, I with Sam, and go stay th- th- in the suite. We yeah. got a bunch of guys there, everybody hanging out. Me too. Now that you describe it, this, uh, <coughs> I think I got a little, little, little illness, a little cough. I might have I to call, like, call in sick on Thursday and Friday. I'm not doing anything. I'm in. <coughs> I'm in. <laughs> All right. I'm not, I mean, I'm not working, so hey, I'm in. <laughs> Count me. Count me. Here you go, yeah. man. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. All right. That sounds like a plan. Jeez. All right. I was so, Sam. Are you in? I was Sam. Oh, I was poor. I was Sam. Just racking his brains. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm. I'm. Th- there we go. We have the, that's the perfect thing. All right. So I, I've been stalling this LeBron thing forever, but there's so many good stuff. So much good stuff to talk about right now. The, so Los Angeles, Fig. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah. We know it's the Lakers and definitely not the Clippers. So we're hearing. I still don't want to discount Jerry West and his ability to to convince someone if he gets them on the phone. All right, is it is this crazy? Could the Clippers offer LeBron a piece, an ownership stake in the franchise? Yeah, I don't know if they can legally do that. Uh, it would have to be like an under the table type situation. But well, can they? Right? Can they? Can it be some sort of trust? Possibly, it's possible. Like you put the ownership piece in trust, right? Because I believe that's what Jerry uh, Buss did for Magic Johnson, but I believe it was it wasn't against the rules back then when he gave Magic Johnson that unprecedented twenty five year twenty five million dollar contract with some ownership stake in it. Uh, so the rules were a lot different way back then. But yeah, you probably could put it in a trust or just have like a little handshake, wink, wink, you know, nod, nod type of situation. Because I do believe. LeBron already owns. If he's not a part owner, he owns a soccer team or something like that, I believe overseas. So we oh, know he has. He really, his, I believe so. So he has his hands in a lot. We know he has his hands in a lot of different business interests. And he loves it. And there, there is key. See, Los Angeles is a key piece. The other thing I was thinking about is that Kobe has a statue. Mm-hmm. Now you know LeBron wants a statue. Yeah, and then there's no Clipper statue outside of Staples, and they're. Likely won't be one anytime soon. So no, I was talking about an Academy Award, an Oscar. Oh, that. Yeah. So Kobe has an has a statue. Mini I statue. see an Oscar. Yes. And I think that LeBron would like an Oscar. Sure. Right. LeBron's yeah. got the production company. Mm-hmm. Being in L.A., you can say wherever you want, but he's got the place in L.A. It's easy to get deals done in L.A. You're just a player. You're in L.A. Right. Because so, it makes it a lot easier, no doubt. Right. Now, cap wise. The Lakers are the best. They're even better, more attractive than the Clippers. Easily. Cap-wise. Easily. The Lakers, they can move. I mean, because at this point, they move one more contract, uh, and they have two max slots. And this is where the talk of them bringing in both LeBron James and Paul George, or LeBron James and whomever else with him. Right. So they already, at this moment in time, they already have enough money to give LeBron James the, the maximum contract they can give him. All right, but now look at the roster. Now, before you get to... Before we get to the roster, yeah, why don't you uh, give us some trending, and then we'll, we'll tackle the roster. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, well, since we're talking about the Lakers, they did play on Friday night, did lose to the Denver Nuggets, 125-116, to as the Nuggets had six players scoring double figures, including Jamal Murray, 
who had 22 points. Paul Millsap, uh, fresh back from his injury, played a couple of games under his belt. He had 21 points, as did Nikola Jokic. Uh, Lakers got 29 points from Brooke Lopez in the loss. The Clippers, they got a victory over LeBron James at Staples Center. 116 to 102 was the final score. LeBron had 25 points, 10 boards, and 6 dimes in the loss. DeAndre Jordan had 20 points and 23 rebounds. Game of the night was in Toronto as the Raptors got a 108 to 105 victory over the Houston Rockets, snapping Houston's 17 game win streak. Kyle Lowry had 30 points to lead Toronto. DeMar DeRozan also chipped in 23 points. The Blazers with a blowout victory over the Warriors, 125 to 108. That's nine straight wins for the Trail Blazers, who got 28 points from Damian Lillard and 30 points from CJ McCollum. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And College Hoops Conference Championship Tournament's going on. Some quarterfinal action in the SEC. Alabama with an upset victory over Auburn. Tennessee beat Mississippi State. Arkansas and Kentucky each with victories as well. An upset in the Mountain West as San Diego State blew out 22nd-ranked Nevada 90-73. Villanova and Providence will take on, will face off in the Big East Championship game later this afternoon on Fox. In the Big 12, Kansas will take on West Virginia. Pac-12 on FS1. It'll be 15th-ranked Arizona who got an overtime victory over UCLA. They will take on USC who blew out Oregon. And in the ACC, you have top-ranked Virginia taking on North Carolina. Carolina, who got themselves a victory over Duke on Friday night. Back to you, Anthony. All right, Fig. And we're the fellas. Fellas can be live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quotes. All right. With Lincoln Kennedy trying to iron out some issues in his studio in Phoenix. I'm Anthony Gargano. And uh, we are the fellas. I got my boy Figgy, who is our main newsman, our man of trendings and all things, as well as Triple M, the fine producer, and I with Sam, our fine uh, engineer and associate producer. That's the crew. We are the fellas. We come to you every week, every Saturday morning for your Fox Sports Saturday. So uh, we're talking about LeBron James' possible destinations. Is it Houston? Is it Cleveland stay? Is it Philadelphia? Went through that. Is it Los Angeles with the Lakers right now? So theoretically, he can he can go get Paul George, and they can go to Los Angeles and join whom? Like who do you like with the Lakers? So I, I mean, I'm not a Lonzo Ball fan, so mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think he I don't think he's attractive. I like Kuzma a little bit. I like Randall a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, I like Kuzma a lot. I think he has some real good potential, and he's very uh, um, he has a, a killer instinct to him. You know, very much uh, the pressure of the moment doesn't get to him. He loves taking big shots, yeah. so I think that's a great quality to have. Julius Randle will probably end up being a casualty if they were to find a way to get two max players like LeBron James and Paul George in there because he's a restricted free agent and his cap hold will be fairly high. Um, if they were to retain his rights, oh, so, wow. they, so they All probably right. renounce him if they got a good if they if they feel confident enough that they're going to bring in two max guys. Brandon Ingram has actually really improved this season. I forgot I, Ingram yeah. is the other guy. I yeah, in- Ingram yeah. has really improved, and uh, so he'd be a linchpin too. So you'll you'll be looking at so it'll be Ingram and Kuzma would be the two young guys. Yes, those would be but the like, two building blocks along with the, LeBron. 
Yeah, but that, I, I, if you're rather go, you're rather be in Philly with Embiid, Simmons, and Sharich. Rather, that's a better team than Paul George, LeBron, Kuzma, and Ingram. Uh, absolutely, because you're, one, you're in the Eastern Conference, so the road is going to be easier to get to the finals. Just regardless, you know, even if you were to go to Houston, the road is always going to be easier in the Eastern Conference with the way that it's currently constructed. Um, and then you have Joel Embiid, who is on his way to being a top ten player in the league. If he strings together another season like he's doing right now, and he continues to improve, which again, if he remains healthy, there's no reason to believe that he can't. You know, Ben Simmons is going to learn how to shoot eventually. You know, who knows what ends up happening with Markel Fultz if he just turns into a productive player for them. So there's a lot of potential uh, on on the Sixers roster uh, just from a pure depth standpoint. From the Lakers, they have some really good players, potential players at the top of the roster, but the rest of it is not as promising as the Sixers. Right. So then, so it's your four teams. Yeah. So... Here's my contention. I, I think I talked to someone close to LeBron who said, yeah, the story's bogus, but whatever. He goes, how about this team? Chicago. And he threw out the Bulls. Okay. And I was like, the Bulls? He said, yes. Check their cap space. It's enough for LeBron Paul George and Chris Paul. Right. They could they could fit basically three of them. So the whole crew is there is you can go there, go to Chicago and look at the talent, the young talent's better. Laurie Marketing, good player. Sure. Yes, Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. You got Chris Dunn actually's been playing well. Yes. Yeah. You got Portis. Who could score? He's crazy. He could score. That's a good team. It is. Now it looks like because you can add you can add LeBron, Paul, George, and anybody else you want. Chris Paul. Yeah. The, so Zach Levine becomes that perfect shooter, right? The two. Mm-hmm. You have marketing playing the four. Uh, a good stretch four, and now they can score inside and out. Pretty good squad right there. I'd say so. Um, I don't know if Chris Paul would want to. Well, again, he want you think he'd want to play with his friend LeBron James. He just got to Houston, and it depends on how this season ends. You know, for the Rockets as well. What if they find a way that they lose to Golden State in seven games in the conference finals and lose by three or something? Oh, maybe maybe he says no, but, yeah. but he can still bring. It. My point is, they have the flexibility to go three, right. not two, right? So LeBron it could be LeBron. Whoever you want. Now, now it's so interesting because is it me or should OKC be better? They definitely should By be now. better. Definitely should be better. And individually speaking, Russ Brick is still putting up his numbers. Paul George is having as productive a season as he's had since he's come back from his injury. So individually, those guys are putting up solid numbers. Melo is on the is on the decline. Clearly, yeah, yeah, he's been. Um, but you would just think Look that like Stephen Adams playing his ass. He on. is. Adams has been amazing. So how all three of these guys can have great individual seasons, but the team is just not flourishing. Um, it, it's encouraging for Laker fans who have been hopeful that who are maybe a little uh, scared when they found out that Paul George is being traded to Oklahoma City to be you know a running mate with Westbrook because the fear was always if they were able to figure something out and actually make a run it could convince Paul George to stay there. As of right now, 
I don't know if anybody believes that Paul George, considering where the where the team is right now, where they can po- they can possibly miss the playoffs. That's a real possibility that the Thunder don't even make the postseason. I know. Like, I expected that it would take a little bit of time to gel. Sure, but no one thought it was not this long. Not that they'd be fighting, you know, anywhere from five to to eight. In the, in the Western Conference playoffs, I thought many people believed they would have been firmly entrenched into, into at worst, home court advantage. At worst, a top four seed in the West. Yeah. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Do we Have we overrated Paul George? To a degree. I think people believe he's a superstar, franchise changer. Some yes. some thought that to a degree. I, I don't know if I ever thought that. I always thought he was an, he's an all-star. He's an excellent player. I do think in the right circumstance he can be, you know, the the, the Batman or the Robin to someone's Batman, you know, a, a two. But I don't know if, if he's your best player, I don't know if you're going to win a championship. Well, the answer is clearly no. Yeah. Because we saw that already in Indiana. Right. But, but, but my point is, is that did we overrate him? You say Robin. Did we overrate him as a Robin? So you think he's maybe a third option type? Yeah, like is he more Robin Light? Is he, or just is he just Batgirl? I, don't know, I think it depends on the circumstance that he's in and who he's the Robin cool, to. Man, the, I get a chuckle out of you on that. <laughs> no, it's good. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, such a pro, Triple M. Figgy is such a pro that he just he makes his point. He's not thrown off the least bit. No, he's 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 on his game. I'm locked As, in. He's he's locked in. Like I, I hit him with a Batgirl, which would have stopped most people. But when he powers through it, man. He it doesn't phase him at all. No, you're steely, man. I, I respect that. Th- thank you. You know, just try to be professional. That's why we love him man. here, man. That's why we love him. Thank you, Mike. Checks in the mail, brother. Appreciate that. Oh, uh, but uh, Paul George can be can definitely be the right too. The problem is Russell Westbrook, and we've seen this now. Uh, I guess twice over. So we had Kevin Durant, who he clearly was the you know the second option in that in that situation. But he's now number one, and it's not necessarily working either with himself and Paul George. I think Paul, in the right situation, being the two the second option, can be the second option on a really good championship mm-hmm. level team. If he and LeBron James are together on, in the right spot, I think he can be the second. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's you know twenty two, twenty three points a game. Shooting, you know, forty plus percent from three point distance. Who's an excellent defensive player and can handle the ball a little bit. So, um, I do think he can be a viable two option. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he's he he's kind of like LeBron a little bit. A little bit. He, nope. I mean, their games are very similar in that he's a distributor as well and an, an excellent spot underrated spot up shooter. Part of his game that he improved yeah, after he broke his leg, he actually turned himself into a much better outside shooter. Yeah, I agree. Except my only beef with him mm-hmm. is I still don't know if he's Robin or Batgirl. Right. I still don't know. Here you go. I got a little bit of a snick, snicker right there. That's good. I got half a snicker. Yes. I got a snick. I mean, the That's way I look good. at it, and, and maybe you can say because he was the only the best option on that team, but in Indiana, you know, they did push the Miami Heat to, what, six games in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals and looked pretty, pretty darn good. You know, yeah, true that. so we've seen true what that. he can, what he is capable of doing um, in a situation where he's empowered. Now, playing with Russell Westbrook is really tough because he has the ball in his hands so often, you know, and you just don't know when you're getting the ball and when you're not. So that's a really tough situation to be in. All right. Uh, sit tight. Coming up, we'll continue with the NBA talk. But also, there is a 
hit TV series that I loved that's coming back in a different form. And you will love it. I'll tell you what it is next. Fellas on Fox. Welcome back. Fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Poor Lincoln's probably freaking out right now. So we've had some technical difficulties. And I know there's nothing worse than standing around and waiting. Now, Triple M, do we have an update on Link's status? Still efforting. Still efforting. Now, is Lincoln, poor Lincoln, in the building? Yes. All right, have him call. So for next... Have them call like in, in 15 minutes. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, right. yeah. When we get to the top of the hour, because we're going to make I, it I happen. Just, I just want to, I just want to hear his voice okay. and how frustrated he is right now. Because listen, it's nobody's fault. It is what it is, right? It's technical difficulties. It's yeah, why you can't control this type technical of stuff. You can't, you can't, but I know how frustrating it is. Like as you're sitting here and you're so helpless because you're a talk show host is what you do, right? And, you hear the conversation, you hear your partner, whom you're with every week for, for the last 10 years, and you're going, I, I hear, but I can't say. And then you all of a sudden have all these opinions, and you can't get out. Right. You can't get like, them you're out. Like, you're like a caged animal, pretty much. Yes. You're freaking out. You want your opinion known about LeBron. So Lincoln is going to be going, going to the gas station and screaming, yeah, give me 25 on, on four. And you know, LeBron's not going to to, uh, to Los Angeles. He's going to Chicago. How about that? That's what he's going to do. You know that? I, 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 I have a hard time uh, not believing that. So you're, you're selling me, Ant. I know. All right. Figgy, I need you. Yes, Ant. All right. So, because I don't think Triple M is in on this show. In fact, I, something tells me there's no way in the world that Triple M has watched any of these shows. Okay. You, I believe, have. Okay. I'm not the, the biggest TV watcher, but I, I, I okay, like some shows I believe, here. There. Now, it's before your time, but I believe you have still gone back and watched it. Okay. The show is called The Sopranos. Of course. All right? Yes. Now, you have watched Sopranos, yes. I, I presume. Yes. I've, I've not watched it start to finish, but I've seen episodes. I, I like the show, so yes. Right. Now, have you watched the show, Triple M? I've maybe caught an episode here and there. That's it. You, you, I, mean, I mean, you really have to ask me. You know the answer to the question already, Ant. I mean, no, come on. I know. So, <laughs> so this is... <laughs> Dude, the Sopranos. How are you going to watch the Sopranos? <laughs> Lincoln's freaking out right oh, now. I can imagine. This guy hasn't even seen the Sopranos. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with him? We got to toughen this kid up. <laughs> All right. So, Figgy. Yeah. David Chase, who mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. The incredible talent, talented uh, creator of the Sopranos is now creating a prequel to the amazing series really it's going to be a movie nice okay and it's called the many saints of newark Hmm. i'll tell you what it's about coming up next we're the fellas 
We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Oh, welcome back. Hour number three of the fellas. Coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. The link is, we're still working on it. We'll see what happens. We'll visit with him via the telephone in a little bit. But in case you're just joining us, many big stories atop by, oh, well, something called the NCAA tournament. FBI aside, investigations, all that stuff, it doesn't matter because nothing can stop March Madness, not even the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the threat of jail time for the several people involved in the sport. It doesn't matter. It's March Madness. I don't care about that stuff. FBI, go investigate terrorism. Leave us alone. Let us just watch college basketball and eat wings. That's all we want to do. We're simple people. It's the uh, the masses, right? Bread and circuses is what they used to call it. It's what it's supposed to be. So we'll get you set up with We'll get you set up with uh, some some college hoops and the whole thing. But joining us right now via the telephone, this new invention called the phone, is one Lincoln Kennedy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not feeling it, Captain. I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> no, I, I know. I know. Listen, I, listen, it's gallows humor right now. I, I yeah. need to have a little gallows humor because. There's nothing worse. I was saying this that there's nothing worse for a talk show host than to be silenced by by technical difficulties. No so doubt about it. There's, there's no control. You have no control over it. So trying to do everything we can to get back up and working with the staff. And you know the problem is that when you on the West Coast, it's it's not like on a full day where a full work day. We're working on the weekends. Less people work. And naturally, over the, the wee hours in the morning, there's hardly anybody here, so no one can figure out what's going on. Now, uh, am I correct that you're in the studio in Phoenix, <laughs> and you can hear the show? Can yeah. you hear the show? I heard all programming. They just couldn't hear me. Yeah, right. There's nothing. See, that's the that's even more torturous, <laughs> where you can hear the show. But you're listening to the show, and you're going, because you're sitting there with nothing to do. Right, which makes it worse at you know five o'clock in the morning, right? You got yeah. nothing to do. You're like, uh, you're listening to the show. You're hearing me blather on about whatever ridiculous, dumb things I say, <laughs> right? And you're going, oh my god! I all I want to do is yell at Cuz and, and tell him he's wrong or say, Cuz, what about this? Right. Well, you, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. Normally, you get in. It's uh, over here for me because I'm an hour ahead of uh, California until tomorrow. Um, but you know, I got in at three thirty. Normally, everything's set up in the studio. You know, you know, check in with LA. Everything's good. This time, it wasn't happening. Now it's on. It's going on six a.m. And we've been working on this for two and a half hours, and still nothing. I can hear program, but they can't hear me. So I decided just to call in. Well, I, you know, you know, I want to hear the frustration in your voice. I mean, be honest with <laughs> riveting radio to hear an angry Link because Lincoln is the one, one of the most even keeled, calm, gents, cool day la you ever want to meet until Except, days like this. 
Right. I'm, I'm about to tear some stuff up in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I want that visceral rage. Rage against machine. My goodness. You see? Machine's going to run the world, but sometimes machine don't work. Oh no! I'm, I'm, I'm about to go Terminator Genesis right here now. I'm about to I'm about to turn some stuff up and rewire some things. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, a couple of hot items that I need to get to with you while I have you on the phone. Is that okay? Absolutely. That's what I'm here for, brother. All right. Uh, number one, just because we were just talking about it, but uh, can you believe that Triple M has never seen The Sopranos? He's never seen The Sopranos. No. Wow, that that well, actually, no. We are we're referring to Triple M, so I, it, it comes within reason, I, I guess, because I don't know what Triple M was watching when he was growing <laughs> up. He's he's a young man, but I'm not sure what exactly oh, was, what he man, was looking at. But of we course, we're, we're we're still we're also referring to a guy who thinks his first day should include you know two hundred three hundred dollar dinner tab for a lady. So I mean, hey 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 hey, hold on, that, I, I, that's the reference last week. So I I was tired and I didn't answer the question properly. I I. Right. I yeah, that, that right, I, I, right. I, yeah, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> right, right, gotcha. Right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, show, I'm not showing that two hundred dollars, man. I, I'd, I'd be low on money, man. I, I'm low on the funds as it is, man. I got, I got to work, and if I was going to be that, yeah, yeah, that dumb yeah. enough to do that, let me tell you something. The minute she just bats her eyelash at you, you just got, you got your wallet out. You got oh, your. Come your on. Are you kidding me? Oh, you yeah. got your bar mitzvah money ready to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, so you know, boy. my bar mitzvah was 15 years ago, but yeah, yeah. so who's, who, yeah, who really cares, right? So within that 15 years, we still don't know what he was watching. Cause uh, how, long, yeah. how long was the Sopranos on before and how long they've been off? They, but they still show reruns every now and then. Yeah. Well, it's, still, yeah it's still on demand. No, no. no. Yeah. It's like you guys shouldn't be surprised at this point when you throw a TV show, a movie, or anything at me, its it shouldn't be a shock at all. Cause I don't know if he has spare time and what he does with it. So that's, <laughs> oh, man. that's, that's one of those questions. I'm yeah. not sure what he does with his spare time when yeah, he has Yeah, let's, let's, let's actually leave that for off the air. Cause I, okay. Because I, yeah, I, cause I, 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 it's like, I'm not going to explain. It's difficult to explain in going back so far as to try and figure out what the hell I was doing. 15 or so years ago and why I haven't watched the Sopranos to this point I'd rather not talk about that because ah. it would we'd we'd be here until probably about 10 a.m trying to figure right. it out well like, anyway there is a prequel to the Sopranos link mm-hmm. it's a film the many Saints of Newark okay and and it's about Newark in the 60s okay a very tumultuous time when you had the Newark riots. Versus the police. You remember right, you've right. heard about that in the history of yeah, absolutely. Newark. It's an amazing story, right? The the riots. But it, but the subtext is the warring factions between African American gangsters and the Italian gangsters. Oh, I see. So it goes back to that era of of dueling gangsters. Was that I tell you, I'm in on that. That's well, interesting because yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in on it. The thing is, is that we know when you when you think of mafia, typically you think of New York City, but then you also have to you know realize that if you do your thorough history that it did spread among you know outside New York. I mean, there was Buffalo, there was Cleveland, there was Newark. I mean, there was all kinds of places. So there there was a connection there. So it's interesting that it, it correlates with the riots because 
even at that same time, there was a, around the same time there was a Watts riot, there was a riot in Detroit. So there was rioting over for civil rights all around the country in these big hubs. And I, I think that's it's an added in, added intangible the fact that this takes the dueling gangs between the mafia and the black gangs into consideration as well. Yeah, kind of interesting. I think it's a it's an interesting prequel. All right, uh, while I got you, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. NFL news: The Browns suddenly the busiest team in the NFL, making three trades. They get Jarvis Landry. They trade for Tyrod Taylor. Your thoughts. This shows me that they're going to take Saquon Barkley with the first pick, and they're going to take a quarterback with their next pick at number four. And the thing, the reason why they're going to do that is because they have a chance to groom that quarterback. Now, say, for example, Sam Donald's off the court. If they got Joshua Allen and anyone else, they think those quarterbacks probably need a little bit of development. Tyrod Taylor with a run game, we saw with him and Shady McCoy were able to do and, uh, in Buffalo. You put him with a run game, you still got to do something with that offensive line. You got to pay attention, but you can do that in later rounds. Um, this just shows me they're going to go with Saquon Barkley instead of a quarterback at that first pick. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think they go Barkley as well. I, I, I was talking to, to with the guys here, and, mm-hmm. and it's interesting the Saquon Barkley situation because when I, when I look at, I mean, he's clearly a, he's a great player, right? You almost wonder though if you're Cleveland. Is is he? If you're going to go with a traditional build and a rebuild, which they are, is it almost too soon for Saquon Barkley? Meaning that when you're taking a running back, you know that the running back has a shelf life of about six years, right? And like the minute you get the, the running back, all of a sudden it's like taking a new car out of the showroom. It starts mm-hmm. to depreciate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know you're going to have to take a quarterback and get the quarterback of the future. So the quarterback of the future is going to take probably, look at these quarterbacks, at least a couple years. Meanwhile, your 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 prize running back is depreciating. Are, well, you, better true, off, are you better off trading it? No, 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 no. Don't trade it. You take the best player off the draft because you have access to the best player available in the draft. That's Saquon Barkley, and even if your even if your 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 analogy holds up, what you do is you're able to maximize because now you've got your you've got a running back that can carry your team. This, the, the 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 sort of rotation of football is going back to a power running game, so it's going back to a stable running game. We've seen that with Ezekiel Elliott, we've seen that with Leonard Fournette, we've seen that with Le'Veon Bell out of, out of Pittsburgh. You've got a star receiver in Jarvis Landry. Now you've got somebody to go to the ball who can stretch the field. You have your quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. He's only a Band-Aid. He's not your franchise quarterback. I only need him to just manage the game for the next couple of years while I'm grooming the future star that you're going to get at number four. Okay, so you're good with having going that route with Saquon, even though when, like, if you trade the pick, maybe you get you know a, a ton for Saquon. I think... Like, you know, remember, because how the, the team, how a team should be built is you need your tackle, you need your offensive line. I mean, why the Eagles win, right? They have the best offensive line and the best defensive line uh, pairing in the league. No doubt. I, and I totally agree with you. I also think that w- with the philosophy that the division is getting weaker, is getting older, Baltimore's going through a transition. Pittsburgh will eventually have to go through a transition that it would be ideal for you to get your running backs where you have a stable game, you have a stable ability to move offensively. Defensively, I think Cleveland's going to be fine. 
and you just get a quarterback who's capable yeah. of managing. And Tyrod showed you that he could do that. And by the way, it's great to have the the premier running back playing in Cleveland, weather wise. Right. Atmospheric, it, it makes it makes perfect sense. Right, uh, Link, we got to take a quick to. Okay. Uh, I want you to come back with me before right. you you uh, call it a day because <laughs> I want to. I want to. I got a couple more big stories to run by you, including okay. a little March Madness. So that's coming up next. Where the fell is? He's Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. That's right, fellas, and we are the fellas hanging out with you. Oh, my. It is great. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Let's welcome back to Big Link. Big Link. Yo, yo. You know what you're going to be doing later today? You're besides, going to be going, besides grinding, grinding my, uh, my, uh, my, my, my sandwich or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I said that like you, you're, you since you're, you've been robbed of doing the program basically this week. Yeah. You're going to be like going to get gas, <laughs> and you're going to be screaming. Yeah, give me twenty five on number four, and let me tell you about LeBron James. All right. <laughs> let me For tell sure. you about the conference tournaments. Sit there and listen to me. I'm a talk show host. What do you think the Rams, what do you think of the Rams offseason adding Marcus Peters, noted flag thrower, and <laughs> Akeem Tlaib, noted, I can't call him thug, but noted bug. Chain snatcher. That's what you call them. The chain snatcher. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, it's it's definitely a shift from um, the sort of reins of power for the NFC West from Seattle. I think they're on a decline or rebuilding. They're not going to be as strong. And now you have to give it to the Rams. You know what their offense could do last year. You saw what their offense could do. Now with their defense, they've got two premier shutdown corners. Just like was in De- Denver with with, with Chris, uh, um, uh, oh goodness gracious, the last name is said, but, but just like they had in Denver, yeah, Chris Harris. Harris, that's it. Chris Harris, they had uh, in Denver. Now they got two shutdown corners in the NFC West, so your inside linebackers and your safeties can play a zone man combination and freeze up with your your, your slot uh, guys. It's there's a definite shift. Look out for the LA Rams. Look out for the Rams. Oh my. Look at you, Link, all rammed up. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that you know we've seen what their defense could do, especially their front four. They don't have to, much like the formula for success that Philadelphia had. If you're able to get to the quarterback quickly, like they can with their front four, then you're not going to sit there and hold the ball. But if you take away the two outside receivers with quarterbacks that are trying to stretch the field, then you could play you could play bracket combination coverages on the inside because now you you, you trust those shutdown corners out there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, now again, what about the issues of Marcus Peters who can melt down and who we saw melt down and Aqib Tlaib who's no stranger to the meltdown? I mean, both those guys could be, you know, cheese whiz. I heard from the Marcus Peters situation, 
Um, I heard in, in Kansas City, it wasn't an issue that he had per se with Andy Reid. It was the inner issue that he had with general management because he did not, he was very outspoken in local papers and, and local media about he did not appreciate the way they were treating Alex Smith. So I'm sure management got rid of him because they knew they were going to go with, you know, a new quarterback. There's going to be a new reign and they knew they were going to part ways with Alex Smith. But they just didn't want anybody causing much any more commotion or become you know become toxic in the locker room. So they had to ship him off. With Aqib Talib, you knew this was going to happen because Denver was not going to. They had had so much money invested in their defense so far. Their window is starting to close. They have to retool. So they weren't going to keep both you know Chris Harris Jr. and Aqib Talib. They knew that Aqib had become a little bit of a loose cannon. So we knew Aqib was on, going to be on his way out. That's why they were just able to get something for. It. Form on on as he exited, they weren't going to weigh him up. Hmm. Fascinating stuff. Um, I, I think Rams certainly got better on the back end. No doubt, uh, Rams look uh, really good. Eagles look good too. What did you think about Michael Bennett going to the champs? The champs were uh, looking some like some cap issues, right? So the Vinnie Curry who is uh, owed almost $10 million right. against the cap this year, it go, is going to go and right. in his place, Michael Bennett. So they upgrade the position and save cap space. How about that? I mean, that's just that's just smart management. And the fact is that Michael Benny, I mean, Michael Bennett can play inside over the guard, so you can have a true what uh, Spags used to call back in the day when he was with the Giants, a true NASCAR package where you've got basically four perennial outside rushers and or even if we use Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox, Cox presence, yeah. yeah his his presence in the middle adds to that that potency of that pass rush hey you're back you're better than where you were because as you said you've already won a championship but you retooled to one of the better defensive ends in the game there's still got a lot left in the tank and you're getting cheap correct it, what you would do is you would put Fletcher Cox along with Brandon Graham. You move Brandon Graham inside. Right. And you have Michael Bennett, who you could also move inside. But sure. Michael Bennett and Derek Barnett uh, as your ends. That looks pretty nasty when you're if you're in the Jim Schwartz system. All right. So that's that part of it in the NFL. LeBron there was a story about Kevin O'Connor on the ringer said it's down to four teams. The Lakers, the Rockets, the Cavs, and the Sixers. <laughs> I was told by a, by a buddy of mine, uh, excuse me, by somebody who knows LeBron, mm-hmm. who's a buddy of LeBron's, said that it's too soon to say anything like that. And uh, and basically also don't um, rule out Chicago. Really? Chicago? Uh, I, you know, what did I tell you? Huh. Don't rule well, out you already Chicago's you already know where I told. stand. I mean, this 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 has been going on for years because ever since he saw the approach free agency and there was not a new deal that was done already, because Cleveland, I assume, would give him whatever he wanted a king's ransom, uh, uh, left, nothing less basically part ownership of the team if he wanted to stay. Um, but this has become tiresome and old to me. I think LeBron should stay still. I mean, you're the best player in the world. Why do you have to move? Why do you have to go ride on somebody's coattail? Why do you have to go somewhere younger? But if you have a visions, and I can see this because LeBron has showed it before, if you have visions of being bigger than the sport in every in every capacity that you can, well, certainly it makes sense for you to want to move west out to out to Los Angeles, right? Or or, or, or go east when you to Philadelphia when you can play on a team that's got some young studs for tomorrow, just so you can shine if you want. But 
to me, if there's a picking place, I think it has to be Goles because he wants to get involved with movies. As his time draws near for the end of basketball career, I want to do more movies. I want to do more production stuff. You don't want to be out in La La Land with the sunshine and everything. He owns a house out there. I can just see it happening. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, I, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, there is a there's a law there's an attorney. Figgy, I need you to jump into here. So there's an attorney in little L.A. based attorney who purchased four billboards. Correct. All right. Well, first of all, can I call a violation on said attorney? Why you guys did it in Philadelphia? Yeah, he ripped True. it off. <laughs> what is, is that? that what it is? He's a thief. He's oh, intellectual property. <laughs> Wow. No creativity from the attorney. <laughs> uh, so, so our, we have a biz, a local business in Philadelphia does it in Cleveland, and they do a play off the Oscars, three billboards, and this Joker does four billboards. He's a so loser. He won up to you. That's just he, that's just the, the more thinking, better no, thinking. No, right? it's not b- b- better thinking. He stole I'll, it. I'll say I this. Stole the concept. I'll I'll say this this much. Just being out here in L.A., the L.A. Braun, I thought that was pretty lame. I thought that was pretty lame and not very well thought out. Just just me. The I don't, guy's I, a fool. No, it's just it, it's honestly more than anything. I don't even know if he expects LeBron James to to come based off of that. But I do think he may have gotten a spike in exposure in business and uh, for for his website for Jacob and Ronnie for sure and his uh, and associates. Right. So I think it may have been more just a ploy to a publicity ploy because he knew people like us and a bunch, of, especially locally, it got some decent run too. Would talk about it, and it was trending. It was one of the top trending stories in Los Angeles yeah. for the entire day that the story dropped. So I think more than it was more about that than actually getting LeBron James to come. If he comes, great. I'm sure they'll try to take some credit for it. But I think it was more about just getting their law firm a little bit more exposure. This this is this is uh, this is something else that's jumped out at me, and it, it was brought up, and and I, I completely forgot about this. But you guys remember back. The last time a significant free agent, they were tr- the Lakers were trying to win. It was Dwight Howard. And they put up the please stay sign. And it's like, what happened to the Lakers? Seriously, like now they have Magic Johnson running the front office, and now you've got people putting up billboards to beg people to come here. You're the Lakers. You're the Lakers. You have the second most championships in the history of the NBA. Why do you need to? Why do you need to just go out and be like, oh, please come here and join us? Because it's Hollywood. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, that didn't work for LaMarcus Aldridge. It's like, well, they, I mean, well, yeah, but here, here's the thing. Because it's Hollywood, you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be this way. But because the Lakers have not been you know, very good since Kobe left, um, what's the big draw? You, do you really want to associate with yourself with, with LeVar Ball? Because you know he's going to be around the program. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the problem the Lakers are under right now. They've got history. They've got prestige, but they also like the attention. They like the fanatics. They like the, the, the sort of, you know, paparazzi feel about what they're doing. So, yeah, they're going to publicize that the fact they want LeBron James, LeBron James because L.A. is always one of those lucrative destinations when any prominent free agent comes available. Could you imagine if they would have got Chris Paul back in the day? Before oh, yeah. Before the NBA stepped <laughs> in and messed that up? Yeah, you know the, the, yeah the whole... Uh... They own the Pelicans, and then David Stern stepped in. Trust me, being out here in L.A. and figures, you can attest to this too. Don't uh, remind me. No, it's it, believe me. From all the Laker fans that I know, they always go back to that trade and trace it back to yeah. That's when the downfall really started. So. Okay. All, all that said, I, I'm with it. Let me get back to that attorney ripping off the idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's, 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 let's not bury the lead, Ant. Yeah. Let's not bury the lead. Yeah. All right. What's that guy's name? 
Jacob and Ronnie. Jacob right? and Ronnie and Associates. Yeah, it's a, it's a law firm, right? Yeah, no good, man. No good. I I boycott that. that. I, 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 want, I want Jacob on the phone, man. Get him on the phone. Book him as a guest. I, he ripped off the idea. Wait, you, you know what's funny? We actually had him on our network earlier this week. Did you really? How was he even, on? I didn't know that. He was he was he was he was on Jason with Jason Smith and Michael Harmon earlier. He was on the, Jason, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was that was earlier in That's the week. Good. They they were able to get Tell him. Tom, I said he's a fugazi. <laughs> you can't you can't think on your own feet. You got to try to steal our intellectual property. And by the way, ours was clever. Three billboards right after the movie. Oh the God! Well, you guys ripped off the idea from Hollywood itself. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, Link, sit tight, Link. All I got right. more stories for you. But, Figgy, take it away, Fig. All right, speaking of LeBron James, he was in Los Angeles on Friday night. We'll be on Sunday as well. They'll take all the Lakers on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, I should say. But the Clippers actually came away with the victory, 116-102, to as the Clips had six players score in double figures, including DeAndre Jordan, 20 points and 23 rebounds for the big man. LeBron James, 25 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists in the loss for the Cavaliers. Elsewhere in Toronto, the Raptors snap the Rockets' 17-game win streak. 108-105 to was the final score as Kyle Lowry had 30 points to lead Toronto in scoring. DeMar DeRozan chipped in 23. Houston shot just 9 of 27 on three-pointers, tied for the fewest amount made in a game this season. The Warriors lost to the Blazers in Portland 125-108. to That's nine consecutive wins for the Trail Blazers. Damian Lillard with 28 points and 8 assists. C.J. McCollum had 30 points in the victory as well. Wizards beat the Pelicans, snapping their 10-game win streak. Anthony Davis did not play in this game. He sat out with an ankle sprain. Bradley Beal had 16 points. 116-97 to was the final score. Wins for the Nuggets and Jazz as well. Bucks get a 120-112 to victory over the New York Knicks. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college hoops, Villanova with an 87-68 victory over Butler, while Providence notched an upset victory 75-72 to in overtime over Xavier. Villanova and Providence will face off later this afternoon on Fox for the Big East Championship. Later on FS1, 15th-ranked Arizona will take on USC for the Pac-12 Championship. In the ACC, Virginia will take on North Carolina. Kansas will take on West Virginia for the Big 12 title. Some SEC quarterfinals, Alabama with an upset win over over Auburn, Mississippi State loses to Tennessee, sixty-two to fifty-nine. Arkansas and Kentucky with victories as well, fellas. Why? Thank you, Fig. We appreciate it, fellas. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, uh, Big Link. Mm-hmm. It's tournament time tomorrow. Uh, selection Sunday. Uh, ODing on the conference championships. You know, I, I always love this conference championship. And so what I want to get to you is some of the teams. Let's look a little bracketology right. to uh, close with my man, uh, Joe Lenardi from ESPN, who discovered bracketology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go at you. So according to him, his one seats are Virginia – in the South, Xavier, despite the loss in the West, he's got Nova in the East, and then he's got Kansas in the Midwest. I don't disagree with that. 
I think they'll you be a solid one seed. I, yeah, even though the loss Xavier suffered last night in the tournament, um, I just thought, uh, for what it's worth, um, Xavier still showed me the body of work that they're they're deserving of number one seed. Really? Yeah. I I don't I don't like them. Who do you put in front of them? All right, you, you you're gonna hate me for it, but I put either I put Carolina. No, 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 no. Yeah, I do. Jeez. Or Duke, even though Duke lost. No, no, I think Duke. I think Duke or Carolina is much wor- much more worthy of a one seed. I think they're better than Xavier. They're kind of even to me. I, I just, uh... I, I, I mean, honestly. I think Xavier's is 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 a faulty one. I think really? they're an early out. Yeah, I do. I don't think they're that good. Oh, I, I, I was talking I, about the blue bloods, right? Right. So here you here. Look at the blue bloods going right now. Right. So it, it's in a day where you know we thought, oh my God, it's wide open, it's wide open. Well, uh, maybe not. Kentucky has a chance to win the SEC, right? Right. It's that 10-loss Kentucky team right. has a really good shot to win the SEC. I love I loved the way Duke's playing, loss or no loss yesterday to Carolina. And, and even as they struggled, they made that game. They were down 17 at one point, right. and it became a 3.1 possession game with a minute to go. They're, they're dangerous Broader, dangerous. Well, they're always Can't... dangerous, but I just think as competitive as the uh, as the Big East is with Nova and everything else, that because they was go able to go pound for pound with a defending champion, that they deserve to be they, they, they even though they lost last night in the conference tournament, they deserve to, to be number one. They can deserve a number one seed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't okay. think they, I don't, I don't. First of all, I don't think the Big East. I think it's a good conference, but I'm sorry, it's not even a, it's not the Big Twelve. No, it's, it's not, not the, the Big, Big Twelve. 10. Not not the Big Twelve. But but with that being it's said, it's not the Big Ten and it's not the SEC. Okay, well, no, not the ACC. Well, SEC, SEC is what I one said. Team, ACC. Two, two, two. Oh, ACC. ACC. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, you know, I mean, I think that uh, I, I just I, I like Xavier. I like the fact that they can score at any place, and, and I think that they I think they deserve to be a one seed. All right, now uh, I'll give you. Uh, let's take a look at. Let's go through. And we're going to just just for let's go through some of the teams, mm-hmm. shall we? Just kind mm-hmm. of what we're look. I'll give you mine. I'm just going. To, I'm going to use Joe Lenardi's brackets only because he hasn't filled out. Okay. So I, I'm just going to go by. He has Virginia's a one seed in the South. Mm-hmm. I, again, they play great defense, but I still I still don't trust them in a tournament because I don't think they could score. Now they could score more than they did last year. But I still wonder whether or not how deeply they could score. Well, it might be like the, those old Wisconsin uh, teams back in the day where first one to 50 is going to win, but it's going to be a hard try to get there, right? Well, that's so, the thing. You, that, keep that, all, you keep teams in games, and you're, 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 you're more vulnerable. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I still think that defense is stifling. That it's going to be formidable for mm-hmm. any of those offenses, especially uh, that that are in their their bracket. Yeah, I mean, like the defense is stifling. All right, so then you got they they got uh, Texas Tech Gonzaga. I don't know. Does Gonzaga have a run in it? Uh, he's got them as a four seed. Tennessee, he's got as a three seed. I'm not in love with Tennessee. That's too high for Tennessee. I agree. He's got Cincinnati as a two. 
I can go with that. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it's kind of a weak bracket. Little, uh, well, I mean, look, you're talking about in in and what from what I've seen, we've got uh, what Cincinnati two. We're talking about the South, right? Um, uh, well, the one the one bracket. Okay, here's 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 my South bracket that I have. Virginia number one, Cincinnati number two, West Virginia number three, Auburn number four. Um, where is it? Where am I at right now? We go to. Uh, well, you, you got West Virginia and Auburn. See, I, I'm looking at his West, Joe Lenardi's West. Okay. And in the West bracket, it's, that's the Xavier one. Then he's got Purdue as a two. I think Purdue can beat Xavier, even though Purdue's been scuffling a little bit. They, they've, Auburn, been, they've been trying it now. Auburn's been scuffling a bit. He's got Auburn as a three. Arizona's a four. Lincoln, can they be dangerous as a four? And are they going to beat USC later today? Probably not. Um, I don't. I think USC's got a lot of momentum on their side. It should be a game that goes back and forth. But the Pac-12 is just overall weak. They're they're only going to they're only going to get probably two teams in. Yeah. All right. He's got in the East. He's got Villanova's the one. They played their best game last night. They played right. incredible basketball last night from start they to real, finish. Opening. Tip. Yeah, nineteen straight to open the game, and they that was their best game in really in a month. So that but, that, that should hearten all you Villanova fans. Uh, he's got in the East. He's got pretty stocked. I love this East that he's got. He's got Carolina as a two seed, which is completely dangerous. He's got A and M as a seven, Michigan as a three, Florida as a six, West Virginia as a four, Ohio State as a five, Missouri, who get, who got its best player back. Uh, for first time all season, he comes back last game uh, as an eight. This would and Virginia Tech as a nine. This would be an incredible, incredible bracket. I, I, I think the his Lenardi's East is too heavy and should be dispersed. Your well, I mean, I, I, I with that with that one you're talking about. I hear what you're saying, but I try this one on for size because this is the one that I've done now based off of what the projected number ones. So I went Villanova number one, Duke number two, Michigan State number three. Um, then we go Texas Tech four, Gonzaga five. Um, I want to go Florida six, Missouri or Seton Hall Florida seven. Six, huh? That seems low to me. I think they're a well. Five. Well, I mean, uh, just based on what they. I mean, look, I think Florida is dangerous. If they get that shooting off the ground, I think they could surprise somebody. I mean, I really do. But I, I like I like the matchup. I like the matchup, and I like Seton Hall in there because I think Seton Hall is enough to impress me. Um, Missouri, I'm a little bit on the fence for, but I'll, I'll put them at eight, and then Florida State at nine, uh, State Bonaventure at ten. I want to put Nebraska in there at eleven. I don't like Oklahoma, so I want Nebraska in there at eleven. Oh, I think Oklahoma, Nebraska. man, talk about a skid. Oklahoma yeah. went on a big time skid. Vermont at twelve, Louisiana uh, at thirteen, and then Montana at fourteen, and then rounding it out, whoever won the winning games for the sixteen. That's interesting. That's my- I'm looking at uh, Lenardi's last bracket, the Midwest bracket. He's got Duke as the two seed. Okay. Kansas is the one seed. He then has Wichita State the four, Clemson five. He's got and Michigan State the three. Man, Michigan State's Ooh, a team okay. to watch. 
Yeah. Oh, I think I think Michigan State and Duke. Talk about blue bloods. They got a yeah. real chance to win. Real yeah. chance to win the thing. Yeah, no doubt. All right, my brother, we got to go. To. All right. I, I don't know what you're doing. Are you going to stay with me this way? Or are you going to be out? <laughs> I, I always like to put on the on the fly for the yeah. audience to know. Like there, I, there's I, no I, secrets I, with I, the I, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> we got Baldy coming up next hour. We're the fellas. That's right. Licking Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, the fellas. With Lincoln Kennedy and Anthony Gargano. Lincoln, uh, Thursday and Friday, what do you got going on, man? Thursday, Friday, uh, this coming week, huh? Yes. I'm going to be in Vegas, man. What? Thursday, Friday, I'll be doing next week's show from uh, Vegas, so hopefully we don't have these what? technical situations. What? Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! What are you doing in Vegas? Uh, it's March Madness, man. Hey, the kids are on spring break. I'm going to meet up with uh, some of the boys. We're going to hang out and uh, have some uh, have a good time. I, I need it, man. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a rough go, so I need it. You right. do. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't I know this? I don't know. I haven't. I, I guess I haven't related to you. I've just been so busy grinding. Oh, I my God, that. dude. I you know, you're always welcome, fam. You're always, you're, you're always I you're know. Always I would have went with you. I, yeah. I'm already locked into this the broadcast. I, I oh. thought I was like, oh, Mr. Mr. Cool. I was telling the guys, like, I got we have to do shows in Atlantic City Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know a guy, and uh, the guy's getting me the big suite. Nice. The, yeah, but, you know, the big suite in Atlantic City is not the big suite in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> that's funny because we, 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 got, we got a big suite. My brothers and I, we, we got a, um, what is it? I think it's a... Basically, two bedroom apartment over at the Aria. So we're um, um we're going to be hanging out there together. Oh so we're all my god! So. All right, we, we got to load up. Bring, it, spend, <laughs> bring cash, all right? Because I'm always straight you. cash, homie. Straight cash. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we got we have to. Bring I'm gonna cash, be texting, homie. I'm going to be texting you all kinds of things. All right. I love this it. Is, this is awesome. <laughs> we'll go partners with Fazul's. You got the, it. The, the, <laughs> Cause you're going to Vegas for the tournament. There's nothing better. Yeah, that's what, oh that's what I said. Oh my god! So, oh, I, that's I mean, awesome. The kids are on spring break and they're going their own separate ways. And man, I've, I've got some time on my hands. See ya. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, See ya. ya. Daddy's going to Daddy's going to <laughs> Vegas. Daddy's going to watch the tournament. Oh my lord! That is awesome. Oh, man, the only thing I I can't believe. You didn't give me the heads up, man. I would have been right there with you. I know you wouldn't. We'll, we'll get. We'll have plus. Trust me, there'll be plenty of other times. Vegas. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, with it, with the, especially with the Raiders thing going. Oh yeah. I'm getting my frequent flyer miles to Vegas. There you go, my That's boy, it. man. <laughs> Ready to go. All right. Uh, th- so Thursday, Friday. So we got to help people out, man. Certainly. You know, they, like they got like listen. First of all, the, being a dude is tough these days. Everybody hates dudes. Yeah. Right? Yep. Women women hate dudes. <laughs> dudes triple hate M's dudes. in the world hate dudes. You know, right. triple M's like, in the world, they hate dudes. Du- yeah, dudes so. hate dudes. <laughs> all people hate dudes. Dudes are just, nobody likes bros, man. Bros are, mm-hmm. bros are out, right? So if you're a bro, you're out. Right. So, Here's my here's my thing. 
you got to allow bros to have a couple days. So, like, you should have a couple, like, to me, you know, a couple days each quarter should be uh, should be bro days. I like that. Right? Like, it should be each quarter. Uh, for the first quarter, it's obviously March Madness in the first two days of March Madness. Like, those are bro days. Like, like it should be your two days. You don't have to answer to anyone. Everybody hates you anyway. So why not just watch basketball yeah. and be with uh, and be with other bros? Absolutely, right. And and to be honest with you, these days there's no there, there is no way it's nothing wrong with just hanging out with your, boy, your boys. No, in, in fact, like, the world needs more of that. True story. I believe. Just don't put it on social media. Yeah, right? you don't have to publicize everything. Fellas sure. on Fox. All right, welcome back to hour number four, the fellas. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. All you got to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, each week on a Fox Sports Saturday. It's Conference Championship Week. The uh, a lot of the the we got most of them today. A couple tomorrow, and then Selection Sunday is here. We've been talking a lot about college basketball. We'll give you the college basketball selections in a little bit. Uh, also, gave you uh, some some good stuff uh, as we're talking about the LeBron situation and where he could go. Uh, once again, Cleveland destroyed last night by the Clippers. Don't think you know that that doesn't play in the LeBron's decision. If he thinks that Cleveland's a dead end, I know Kevin Love's still waiting to come back. But if he thinks Cleveland's a dead end, he would leave there. I I, I truly believe that. And then Link, uh, lots of NFL news. The latest you just heard Ilo talk about it. Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman to the Niners. I like the way that Niners team's looking, Lincoln. Well, look, they made a move to get their boy Jimmy G, and so they got their quarterback of the future. Their defense didn't play that that bad last year. Um, they did win six games, like the you know, like their counterpart across the water. But I do think there's a general shift in the NFC West. The Rams are on the rise with that offense. You see what they've done to their defense. If Richard Sherman can uh, go to the 49ers or any other team, he's going to be a great addition because he's still a pretty good corner, even though he's got coming off of two Achilles uh, surgeries. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I'm really, uh, I'm really interested in the whole thing and how this team looks. I love Garoppolo. I, I think he's a lock. Uh, what we saw at the end of last year, I think, was real. If you're asking me, am I buying Jimmy stock? I'm loading up on Jimmy stock. I believe. Jimmy's I'm not the there real with deal. you because I'm not there with you totally. I mean, the thing is that no one really had any film on him, especially in that system. We'll see how things go when teams are able to game game plan against him I, I think he can make the throws and i think he's a, a good quarterback but we've often seen uh new new england quarterbacks come out look stellar at first and then all of a sudden they fizzle uh remember matt castle uh you know just name one off the top of my head uh so so that's yeah, but he, something but to be aware not, of he's not matt castle well no i'm not saying that i'm just but, saying but I'm, I'm not gonna buy throw, the stock until he, i see more yeah uh, yeah, like all right. I'm gonna. I'll buy your stock. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna buy your stock. All right, let me ask you a question. Let, let, let me just do the quick stock prices with you. Because we've seen are you buying brown stock? They're the Cleveland Browns. What, what's there to buy? It's, if it's brown, flush it down, right? We're, we're still they haven't done anything yet. Well, I mean, like you see what they're doing. I mean, would you buy? You can get. Hey, you can, they're a penny stock. If, if they're a penny stock, I'll definitely load up on it. If they make the right decision, Saquon Barkley should be the number one pick. They, if, right. if, 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 they, if they make that decision, I have no problem. And, and from the moves that I've seen them make, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Tyrod Taylor is the band-aid over the wound. The wound is not as gushing because you've got a ton of draft choices. Right. So I get that. But you better use that first pick to, plus, to pick the best player available in the draft, and that's Saquon Barkley. Now you've got a running game. You still have to fine-tune that offensive line. But now you've got a running game and a, and a guy who can come out of the backfield catching the ball. He's a complete back, which we've seen is paid off for Ezekiel Elliott and Cowboys, Leonard Fournette and, and the Jaguars. You could turn that system around. With Tyrod Taylor, who last year, even up there with Shady McCoy in Buffalo, had a productive season. Didn't throw a lot of picks. He's not the most prolific passer, but he doesn't put it in. Uh, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, so he's capable of managing. You do that, Saquon Barkley, and at number four, you get your best quarterback available. Whether it's you know Joshua Allen, whether it's whomever, Sam Darnold, you get that best quarterback, and now you have time to develop that quarterback. Then I'll put I'll put more money into that stock because automatically it'll go up right there. All right, uh, one of those quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to talk to Baldy uh, straight ahead. He was with one of those quarterbacks last night, or uh, last night, Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. So I like Baker Mayfield. You know I do. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to Baldy straight ahead. Would you buy? Uh, let me ask you: Are you buying? I'll give you stock that I'm loading up on Buffalo stock. Without a doubt. They've got two picks in the first three rounds. They've already had a defense that can play. I think they're right there. The only the only downside is that they're playing in the, the division that shares they have to share with New England. they still got to find their franchise quarterback. But I do believe Buffalo's on its way up. If they make good use of these six picks they got in the first three rounds. Yeah, I, I like it. I like uh, going away from Tyrod. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was bound to happen. But I still don't know what you – look, you got to have a quarterback in order to compete in this league. So I don't know where they're going to go. But they've, they've loaded up on picks like Cleveland has done in the past, so now they just have to use them. All right. Uh, let me ask you, Ram stock. Oh, definitely get yourself some of that. That is going to be good. Look, we saw what they were able to do in offense, how they were able to turn things around, get Gurley in, in, involved, and as well as we, you know what they could do with their front four – now they've got two premier shutdown corners. What that allows you to do is take the outside receivers, which are usually the most dangerous on a team, take the outside receivers away, and then you can play uh, zone man combinations with the yeah. remaining defenders on the inside. Bracket if you need a bracket, a, a Gronk or a tight end or something like that, or a slot receiver, you have ways of doing that because you're, you're confident that your corners can stand up. So at least for the next three years, I think the Rams' defense is going to be one of the better ones uh, in the National Football League. And I, I definitely loading up on a lot of that stock. Well, here's the other part of why the Rams stock is pricey. Because the Seahawks are cooked. The end of the yep. dynasty has yep. come in Seattle. And Arizona is cooked. Right. San Francisco is the only competition moving forward. The Eagles, the champs, have a high stock. However, it has gotten higher. Michael Bennett comes to the Eagles 
and they upgrade an end position and save on the cap. Howie Roseman, it might be the best GM in football, Lincoln. No doubt. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. When you can upgrade to a premier defensive end, and we know how premium a rush end is, when you can upgrade to that and you're able to save money, great job. What, what do you think? Because uh, there's some backlash because of Michael Bennett off the field. Now, I never really thought he was a a troubled guy. I know he's outspoken and he's a believer in causes and you know, I know what happened in Vegas. I don't know all the details. Um, he has a book coming out. The book is entitled "What Makes White People Uncomfortable." Right? Is is that bringing a, a Michael Bennett, a powerful personality, into the locker room? Is that a smart move? I think I, I, I think it's a smart move when you give a guy like Michael Bennett a second chance to prove his worth and his value because we know what he's capable of doing on the football field. But when a team does what they did, basically, you know, trade and give him away, especially after everything he brought to the team, more guys, more times than not, the guy's going to take the challenge as, as it being a personal knock and a chip and plays with a chip on his shoulder. And if that's, if that's what you, if, if that's what it comes to the table, you bring that to Philadelphia and then that's good because you now you made a good team better. You know, you, you look at what the, the Eagle has done. You look at what the Giants have done, adding Ogletree, the linebacker, to their defense. Um, you know, NFC East is still going to be a formidable uh, foe. Yeah, I agree. I, and I don't think he's uh, – just because he's he's an intelligent guy. Yeah. He is uh, very creative, by the way. He and his brother both – his brother's an illustrator. Um, I kind of balk at, at – the, the notion that he is that his outspokenness can be an issue. I mean, you know, actually, I think he'll get along very well with Malcolm Jenkins, who's a guy that's very active when it comes to becoming a social activist. Yeah, so, and I, I agree with you, partner. And I also think that a new setting, a new change, a, a, a new city is things that you can enjoy, which sometimes distracts from people who you know get sort of settled to get uh, by themselves. Uh, in their old uh, previous setting. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. All right, uh, there's your football. And then, uh, once again, have you have you kind of gotten any of your sleepers together? Because we're going we're to take a quick respite, come back with Baldy. But have you gotten a couple of your sleepers ready? Still kind of ironing it out because the draft is going to make a big, with all these teams that have all these picks like Buffalo and Cleveland, and the reason why Cleveland did what they did is because they had the cap space. There's still some figuring out. I think there, there's some there's some rise of some teams that have been struggling recently. How about uh, your NCAA sleepers? Which I was oh, 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 those two? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've got a few. i got a few that because I, I think there's a, a few teams that are out of place that shouldn't be there that are there. But, you know, somebody like an Alabama, when you get guard play excelling like Sexton has, uh, somebody like an Alabama can I definitely agree with be that. dangerous. No, yep. I agree. I agree with that. And it's interesting how certain teams have fallen and aren't playing well. Auburn's a team. Oklahoma's a team. Purdue, some big powerhouse teams during the season not playing well. So there's teams that you might want to go against when you're picking out your brackets. We'll give you some of the selections for the conference tournaments, and uh, we'll get you set for Baldy. Also, uh, uh, for, you know what I saw for the first time, Link? What's up, bud? I saw Get Out. Oh, good did you movie! See Get out. Yeah, I did see it. It's a good movie. I thought it was really good. Yep, 
Very well, creative, very smart. I, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I did too. I saw that. Uh, we had a snowstorm the other day, in case you missed ah, it. Ah, no. Second in Philadelphia? One. Who would have thought yeah. that? Yeah, another, another <laughs> snowstorm. It dumped a foot of snow. Wow. A foot of snow. So uh, after the show, we were snowbound. And uh, wound up watching it, watching Get Out and a couple other shows, that sort of thing. Binge watch. There's nothing wrong with that, especially no. when the weather's bad. I know. It's just like binge watching hoops, though, is the, is the best thing. That was this oh, week oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll come back and uh, we'll talk to Baldy, who was with Baker Mayfield last night. And then we'll uh, we'll get back to some picks. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back to the fellas. That's right. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Joining us right now, a man of mystery. Our own superhero from the NFL Network, who uh, has resurfaced after the Super Bowl stints across Costa Rica, Colombia, Hawaii, and now back to Jersey. He is the great Brian Baldinger. Baldy, good morning. What's up, Cuz? How are you today? <laughs> no, listen, international man of mystery. You were uh, with Baker Mayfield the last night, two clad in a tux, the two of you, looking yeah. sharp, uh, tuxed up at the Maxwell Football Club Awards at the Tropicana in Atlantic City. Well, you know, I was telling uh, Baker last night that usually when I see him, he's got a three-day stubble and he's got a, uh, you know, he's got a bandana on. And last night he cleaned up quite well and had the tuxedo on so it looked a little bit different but he was he was really really good in front of the crowd last night very uh appreciative of his ward and for a guy that was at the combine in indianapolis last week and then in la at nfl network and then made it to atlantic city after a snowstorm it was a pretty good job by him now I, I will say you've always like baker you uh you did a lot of big 12 games for fox so you've seen Baker many times live. You've always been a fan of Baker. I know, look, he gets a rap for being outspoken, for being a big personality. How, how, how do you describe and, and talk to the critics of Baker Mayfield right now? Well, the first thing you have to realize is, you know, he's, he's, every bit, he's over six feet tall. He's probably 6'1", uh, when you stand and talk to him. He doesn't look short. He doesn't feel short to you. Number one. Number two, he's a two-time walk-on in college football. He walked on at Texas Tech. He was a late bloomer. He was not recruited. He walked on at Texas Tech. He paid his own freight to go there. He started the first six games at Texas Tech and was 6-0. and And then he had a little injury, and uh, they put Davis Webb in. And he realized that he could play at the Big 12. So he left. And he went to Oklahoma. He grew up an Oklahoma Sooner fan, grew up watching Barry Switzer coaching. His dad would drive him and his family from Austin, Texas to Norman, Oklahoma to go see the Sooners. He always dreamed of playing for Oklahoma. So he left Texas Tech. He walked out in Oklahoma, paid his own freight to go to Oklahoma. And then 
won a scholarship and obviously won the Heisman, took his team to two Final Fours in the last three years. I mean, all you have to know about that kid is he's humble. He doesn't expect any handouts. And he wants to earn everything that he gets. I mean, you can't get a better composite if you're looking to build your team around the guy from those kind of that kind of standpoint. Is nothing is given, and uh, he wants to earn everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I I love that. I love that about him. And by the way, man, the ball comes out of his hand. He can throw a dart now. Well, he can. I mean, I think he throws it. I don't know how they want to measure it, put him on a gun, whatever. I mean, he right. can make every throw. And then, all you have to know is, you know, look, Sterling Shepard came out of that program and started for the New York Giants. D.D. Westbrook came out of that program and started for Jacksonville. Mark Andrews coming out of that program, he's going to start a tight end for somebody. I mean, sometimes it's the quarterback that makes these receivers. Yeah. And he's the one that threw all these passes to three really good guys, and that's not to mention a couple running backs that have come into the NFL. Talking to Baldy, uh, but NFL Network, Fox, you know Baldy. Baldy's the man. Uh, so a question, a couple things. One, how do you rank the quarterbacks if I give you Mayfield and I give you both Joshes and I give you uh, I, I give you a Sam and the two Joshes? Well, it's early still because I'm not dodging the question. It's still early. Uh, in the whole process, and I think the process is important. But I, I'd probably start with Sam because he has the most prototypical size that you're looking for and arm, you know, and at a big-time program. So I would start with Sam, but then I would go straight to Baker. And then I'd probably follow by the Joshes. However you want to look at Josh Allen and, you know, Josh Rosen, I probably haven't figured out which one I would put next. Probably Josh Rosen at this point, but I'm not not I, I don't dislike Josh Allen at all. I, I think there's a lot of things there. I, I I just see too many balls being bounced into the turf uh at Wyoming to to put him in front of Josh Rosen, who is really polished himself. But I that's the way I would look and I'd go to Lamar Jackson. I mean that that'd be my five right there. And you top it off a little more. It's interesting. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun draft. I know you're, you're crunching tape right now. You and the coach, you and Coach Spags crunching tape right now. So that, that's cool. Let me get your opinion on what's going on. NFL busy, lots of trades and trades to, about to happen. Let's go to Cleveland. What do you think of the Browns? They get Jarvis Landry. They go get Tyrod Taylor, we presume, to be the stopgap for they're going to probably take Saquon Barkley and then uh, draft one of those quarterbacks, and you're going to have Tyrod Taylor start. What do you think of uh, so far what the Browns have done? Well, I mean, you're talking about a team that's only 16, because, I mean, there's, anything they do is an improvement, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm not making light of the situation, but when you're only 16, I, I mean, you're just at the, the bottom of all bottoms. And so, not only I mean, I like, 16, but one win in the last two years. Yeah. So, you know, anything they do now, look, Jarvis, I like Jarvis Landry a lot. He, I think he's going to bring a toughness to that team. Um, you know, he could be the punt returner. He's their third down go to guy. Um, you know, he loves the game. So I think they get a bona fide 
I, I'm not going to call Jarvis Landry a superstar, but he's a bona fide star player that loves to play the game and is fearless about playing the game. So I think that's a good acquisition. I, I'm a little confused by the acquisition of Tyrod Taylor, if that happens. I'm just confused by it. I mean, we've all seen, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, I love the kid personally. But that playoff loss to Jacksonville set quarterback play back 50 years. I mean, it was dreadful that uh, Saturday afternoon in Jacksonville. And, you know, they, they couldn't complete a pass. They couldn't make a third-down conversion. I mean, it's just there's still a lot of developing that has to go on with Tyrod Taylor around a team that's not as good as the team that he played for in Buffalo. So you can say bridge, stopgap, that's all they've done, you know, for 20 years. So they got a chance to get one of these quarterbacks. Obviously, passed on Carson. They didn't think he was the guy. They passed on Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. They didn't think he was the guy. Now, John Dorsey's in charge now, so it's a different guy making these decisions. But I'm not sure I quite understand that move by Cleveland at this point. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I don't, uh, I, I don't get that a little bit. I, I don't know why you would need that. I mean, if you're going to get, if you're going to take one of the quarterbacks, they might as well just. Well, I mean, I mean like, is, is Deshaun Kaiser just out of the equation? I mean, he did start a bunch of games for him. I, there's, there's plays. So they swap him. They send him to Green Bay. They're going to send Deshaun Kaiser to Green Bay. All right, so he's going to be their backup. You know, I'm just trying to follow all this here, but. I mean, my point was they're just giving up on Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. You know, and they think that Tyrod Taylor is an upgrade already. Okay. Um, you know, he factors in the run game. you got to have a plan for Tyrod. You know, you know, I know Hugh knows how to do that. I mean, the read option, the run game, all those kind of things that he does bring. But he's not a sophisticated thrower. <clears throat> he's not an accurate thrower. He has a hard time from the pocket. I mean, those are things that you can't, they're almost undeniable in Buffalo is, you know, he, he has a hard time seeing over guys and he needs to move from the pocket. So is that what you really want in Buffalo right now? I, I don't know. I'm just, you got these guys out here. Like you got to start building. I mean, Philadelphia drafted Carson. They built around him. Deshaun, they drafted him. They built around him. You know, I, I just think you got to draft a guy one of these guys, you got a choice of any of them that you want and build around the guy. I mean, to me, that's what you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. How about Buffalo? What, what do you make of the Bills? The Bills get a third rounder for uh, for Tyrod Taylor. Who do you think their plan is a quarterback? Obviously, they're, they're going to draft their quarterback. Do they also get a veteran backup? I don't know, a, a Nick Foles type? Well, I mean, that's a possibility. Um, you know, I, like I said, I was at the Max Awards last night. I mean, Doug Peterson was there. Howie Roseman was there. I mean, everybody's asking them what to do with, with Nick Foles. They weren't showing their hands. Buffalo's got two first-round picks. Uh, that's a pretty good cachet if you want to move up and you want to target one of these guys. Um, I think that they have been doing nothing since, you know, Jim Kelly's retirement. Nothing but bridging and stop-gapping for the better part of 20 years. So, I think it's time, you know, and Sean McDermott comes from Carolina where they built around Cam Newton. They had the number one pick. They built around Cam. They've had a lot of success. They've won the division three years with Cam. They went to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think Sean McDermott probably believes in that philosophy. Like, get a guy at the top of the draft 
and start loading up around them and building around them. And I think that's probably what their plan is going to be. They've got some ammunition to do it. Is that, you know, I mean, I think that would probably be their plan right now. Yeah, pretty, isn't it amazing you know, the, the all the season it's become hot stove with trades and it's really exciting. Well, it's exciting, but I think a lot of it is is driven by the salary cap right now. Yeah, you're and right. it's driven by. I mean, for example, if you look at what St. Louis is doing, you know, bringing in Marcus Peters and Akeem Talib, they knew they were going to lose Tremaine Johnson. Uh, the bidding war has already kind of quietly begun for his services, and so. If you can actually sign Sam Shields, Marcus Peters, and Akeem Tlaib for less money than the cap hit if they kept Tremaine Johnson. So a lot of this is being just driven by salary cap right now and making those kind of hard hard cap decisions that the Eagles are trying to make with Vinnie Curry and Torrey Smith and guys that you know are moving on or probably will move on. Pretty wild, Baldy. Pretty wild stuff. Listen, I'll let you get back to the film room where you and Spags and uh, and keep us posted, superhero, okay? All right, Gus. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll be in there all week next week, so you know you got a chair in there, so come by sometime. I will. I can't. I love it. I love watching film with you guys. You guys are the best. The great Baldy, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, my brother. Here he is. We'll come back in just a minute, but first, we got to go to Ilo, because Ilo... He's got confidence. He's got Tiger on the brain. He's a wild animal, just like Tiger. I love. Good morning, Anthony and Lincoln. We begin in the NFL and the free agency of four-time Pro Bowl cornerback Richard Sherman. Don't you ever talk about me. Uh, kind of have to. It's my job. Don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you on the center for you real quick. R- Richard. L-O-B. <laughs> anyway. He's had coffee. Adam Schefter reports that Sherman will formally You're meet good. with the San Francisco. You're really good. Thank you. He'll formally meet with the 49ers today, while Marcus Thompson of The Athletic reports that Sherman had dinner last night with 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan at a Bay Area bistro called Nick's Next Door. Now, Sherman, you may remember, ruptured his right Achilles last November and recently had minor surgery to clean up his left Achilles. Get this, ironically, on the drinks menu at Nick's Next Door, there's a cocktail called Achilles Heel. This wow, should, yeah. that's awesome. 12, what is it? That's, well, first of all, it's $12. Uh, okay. So well, that's, that's kind of, uh, yeah. That's but what a cocktail goes for now. Dude. It has, let's see, I, I was looking at the actual ingredients just a moment yeah. a moment ago. So, so for $12 at Nick's Next Door, uh, let's see, this gets you, I'm looking at it, muddled cucumber and basil, El Charo Blanco tequila, tequila. Yeah. lemon juice, and lime juice on Ooh. the rocks. So that's, that's awesome. Twelve dollars. Little the Achilles heel. <laughs> Hopefully, that's my, my, it's great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they also uh, yeah they have a wide variety of uh, drinks here. Pretty in pink, bitter old man, and tea with Mussolini. All for twelve dollars uh, at Nick's nice. Next Door in oh, Los Gatos, California. I like it. This report presented by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. But in fifteen minutes, you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. NBA Friday night, the Raptors broke the Rockets' seventeen game winning streak. The Blazers broke the Warriors seven game winning streak. Portland has now won nine in a row. College Hoops Friday, number twelve, North Carolina over fifth ranked Duke in the ACC semis seventy four six 
69. Pac-12 semis, number 15, Arizona defeated UCLA in overtime. While in golf, you got it. Tiger Woods just two shots off the lead after two rounds of the Valspar Championship. I'm going to look into more drinks at Nick's Next Door for the moment. Back to you guys. Well, I, I like that ILO, man. I, I like that drink a lot. Muddled cucumber, basil, lemon juice, lime juice, and of course, the Blanco. The Blanco tequila. That goes really well together. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for that free rate quote. Big link. I need a drink right about now after the morning that I've had. So I bet you do, my man. A serious drink. Poor, <laughs> I feel for you. You and poor I with Sam. Oh my the god! The two you guys deserve. They, you guys deserve a couple. Oh you, yeah. And you, some Nick's next door. You deserve. You, you don't need anything more. You need Nick's next door. No beer. You got to go right to the tequila, man. I'm going to the hard stuff, man. Give me a yeah. couple shot glasses. Here, 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 here. Yeah, boy, you guys, poor guys, you guys deserve it. All right, all right, uh, Big Link. Let's uh, go over the uh, some picks. Okay. For today's conference championship game, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, how were we last week? Not good, I don't think. Right? Yeah, I, it, I, was, I was struggling. It, yeah, it was. It wasn't a good week. Uh, both under five hundred. Ant, you were uh, seven and nine. Link was five and eleven. So, the, yeah. so the overall records. It's it's not that much of a difference. I mean, like this could be make or break. Coming down the stretch here, I, with the, I was already up. Yeah, you're, you're, you're 32 and 28. Link is 28 and 32, so it's a four game difference. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so we're so we can we could shift with these conference it's a big deal right there. Yeah, guys. but who? But you don't you don't know like what's, I'm above 500. Uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm still in the black. I don't know. I don't know how uh, deep you're going to go with some of these. So, like some of these conference tournaments from like the MIAC could like make or break this. This could be interesting. Right. I don't know I don't know how deep you're going to take a dive. Well, no, let's you, go deep. Look, you want to go deep or you We got to go deep. I got to catch okay. up. We got to go deep. All right. Okay. All right. Well, you got it then. All right. Well, let's go to the America East Conference. That final between Vermont and UMBC. Vermont uh, is a 10 and a half point favorite. Vermont is a 10 and a half. I'm going to lay it. Versus UMBC, I'm gonna lay it. All right, you're gonna you're gonna lay it over UMBC. Yep. All right, I I will agree and take Vermont. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm sorry. Could you tell me, Iowa Sam, the a UMBC nickname? That is University uh Maryland Baltimore County. Right. Uh, they. UMBC is the Mastodon? No. Retrievers. Retrievers. You, you know, you're good at this, too. Wow. Uh, I was you know, I, I was a catamount for a very short time. I went to University oh, of Vermont for really? one semester. Yeah. How about that? Right. And I transferred back to the University of Iowa, but I was a catamount, and they are the steady eddies of the NCAA tournament. Wow, that's going from <laughs> Iowa to Vermont. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, got, that's kind of a little bit of a I got really there. homesick, so I, I guess I so. No, yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> is, is, is this bad that this is the first time I've ever heard of UNBC? Because I, no. I, I, Ameri- the America East Conference, I always it's know. It's not bad. Because it's the first. I always remember the America East. Conference because they're always the first tournament final on Saturday. 
They're no, always the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, they, don't worry about it. Yeah. Vermont <laughs> dominates that conference, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, for, yeah. Every, they have the Catamounts. Baltimore they, County, just, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ray Lewis doesn't know who they are. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Sun Belt Conference uh, championship game where uh, Louisiana Lafayette is a six-point favorite over Texas Arlington, Lincoln. Oh, gosh, I got to take a chance. I'm going to say Louisiana wins, but I'm going to take Texas Arlington with the points. I think they keep it close. All right, you got Texas Arlington plus the six. I'll go Lafayette minus the six, give you a chance. I I don't know anything about that game. <laughs> Cornell and Harvard. Harvard. Harvard is a six-point favorite over Cornell. I actually like Harvard in this game. Well, Cornell is twelve and fifteen, so and Harvard is seventeen and twelve. So pick your poison. Um, but I, I got to stay with. I'm going to go with the favorite and go with Harvard and take the point. Later points. All right, we both ride Harvard. Cincinnati in the men's in the American Athletic Men's Championship. Cincinnati, a 16-point favorite over Memphis. I think Memphis is one of those teams that can make some noise if they get in, so signature win right here would be big for them. But I think Cincinnati is overall too strong. But I'm going to take Memphis with the points. Give me that six. That's a fat fat one. I'm going to take Memphis. It is fat. I agree with you. You know, I'm with you. I like Memphis as well. I think 16 is, is just too many. Kentucky is four against Alabama. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm going Alabama plus the four outright. Wow. You, you have that belief in Sexton, huh? You think he's yeah. going to continue that run? Well, the well, great, great thing about guard play when it comes to this time of the year, tournament time, is it really excels you and, and, and uh, you know, separates you, the, the cream from the top, if you will. But I'm going to go with Kentucky. I think Kentucky has the overall athleticism. They rise to count, so I'm going to lay it with Kentucky. Uh, you got Kentucky. Uh, the A-10 men's championship semifinal, Rhode Island, seven and a half over the Joe of St. Joe's. I'm going to take Rhode Island and lay it. St. Joe's knows how to play them pretty tough. Even though they've got a barely over 500 record, they do know how to play Rhode Island tough. I am going to take St. Joe's to keep it close. So give me that points with St. Joe's. You got it. You got the Joe, baby. Tennessee, three and a half over the Razorbacks of Arkansas. I like Arkansas. I like Pig Suey. Well, you go ahead and go with Pig Suey. I'm going to serve up some ribs on Rocky Top. So give me Tennessee with the points. All right. What, are you just going opposite me to try to catch up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's continue to do so. Georgia State, three and a half over Georgia Southern in the Selmdahl Conference. Go ahead there, big This shot. is actually a toss-up. This is actually a coin flip. Georgia State's 22 and 10. Georgia Southern's 21 and 11. Um, I am going to take the favorite. Uh, give me Georgia State. Lay it. All right. I'm going to take Georgia State as well. I will lay it. Uh, the other Ivy League uh, semifinal, Yale and Penn. Penn is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I am going to lay it with Penn. I'm just going to stay with Pennsylvania. It's the safest pick. I'm going to go with that one with the points. All right, I'm going to take Yale plus the okay. five-and-a-half. So I'll take Yale plus five. You think Yale's got a chance to win outright. Wichita State and Houston, the Shockers, 
four-point favorite over Houston. Houston's played some good ball, man. Houston has played some good ball. Twenty-five and six teams. Yeah, yeah, and Houston is one of those teams. I think I'm, I'm hoping to get in the tournament because I think they can make some noise. Um, I, I'm going to go with Houston with the points. You're going to take Houston. I'm going to take Wichita State. I'll take Shockers minus the four. So we go head to head. The other Atlantic Ten is the Bonnies and Davidson. The Davidson is two and a half over St. Bonaventure. I'm going to take uh, St. Bonaventure. All right. I'm going to take Davidson minus the two and a half uh, over the 25 and six Bonnies. We'll sit tight. We'll come back, give you the rest of the picks. And uh, Roar Tiger, that's all straight ahead. Don't go anywhere, fellas, on Fox. All right. Uh, I believe we have some breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Anthony and Lincoln, Jeff Goodman has just reported that UConn has parted ways with head coach Kevin Ollie. The Huskies won the national championship in 2014 in Ollie's second season, but this season they finished 14 and 18 overall. And this tweeted just as we speak by Goodman, quote, UConn confirms it has initiated disciplinary procedures to terminate the employment of head men's basketball coach Kevin Ollie for just cause, unquote. So that adds another dynamic to the story of UConn parting ways with Kevin Ollie, fellas. Wow, interesting. All right, Uh, we'll keep an eye on that story. Thank you, Ilo. Thanks, Ilo. That's a big one. Uh, Let's get you back to the picks real quick. The rest of the day, the SWAC men's tournament final, right? Texas Southern, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Lincoln. Texas, Texas Southern, Southern is a seven-point favorite. All right. Um, uh, Texas Southern is 14-19. Arkansas, Pine Bluff is 14-20, so it's a pick em. Um <laughs> basically. Um, let me go with uh, – I'm a tech kid, Texas Southern. Texas Southern? Yep. All right. There you go. I'll, I agree with you. I'm going to go Texas Southern as well. Rock Chalk, West Virginia. Rock Chalk, a one-point favorite over the Mountaineers. It's going to be an interesting to see how, they, how they're able to do things because, you know, with their big boy being down, um, it's, it's a different Kansas team. Uh, but Rock Chalk has been, uh, has been slowed down recently, and West Virginia has a chance to really make a, a, a valuable um, play if they can put it together and get a win and win this tourney. Um, Kansas has to maintain that one, one seed position. So I'm going to say let's go with – I'm going to stay with Kansas. Rock Chalk, yep, I'm going to stay with Kansas. All right, I got West Virginia plus the one. I think okay. West Virginia wins this game. New Mexico, San Diego State. San Diego State playing some good ball. Oh, San Diego State four point favorite, Lincoln. Yeah, did you see what they did it to Nevada last night? Uh, My goodness, they took them apart. Um, yeah. I, I think that they're still a good basketball team, but I also think that for the sense um, that uh, San Diego State's going to make a run. But New Mexico's not bad too, so don't 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 lose uh, sight of the no. of the Lobos. So no, they can I'm going to say. I'm going to go with uh, New Mexico. All right, you got New Mexico plus the four. I'll take San Diego State minus the four. Then the Jewel, the Big East final right here on Fox, 630 Eastern, 330 Pacific. Villanova versus Providence. Providence has played Villanova tough before. Villanova, 12.5-point favorite, Lincoln. 
Providence plays them tough, man. I, I, I think I'm going to take Providence with the points. Villanova's going to win, but I think they had their best game last night. They're going to pull back on the reins a little bit. I like Providence to keep it close. Oh, you got it. I'm going to take Nova. Give me the cats. The roll. They got a little, little something, something for Providence. So I'm going to go uh, cats with uh, with Jay Wright and his Tom Ford cologne. He likes the Tom Ford cologne. You like that? <laughs> Triple M, do you like the Tom Ford cologne? Ilo does. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. All right. Buffalo in the Mac. A five-point favorite over Toledo, Lincoln. I'll ride with the, the favorite. Let me get Buffalo. I agree. I like Buffalo. Buffalo's a good team, Link. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, if they get in the tournament, they're going to make a little bit of noise. I agree. All right. Uh, how about this one? Uh, the Big Sky, Eastern Washington, Montana. The Grizzlies, the three-point favorite. It's just screaming. I got to go with Eastern Washington. Give me the points at Eastern Washington. Yeah, I agree. Eastern Washington, brother. Let's ride together. <laughs> Conference USA has Western Kentucky a six-point favorite over Marshall. Uh, I got to you got to stay with yeah. I got to go with the Hilltoppers, Western Kentucky. All right, uh, Southland men's tournament final, Southeast Louisiana versus Stephen F. Austin. Give me the Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, yeah, they're favorite, aren't they? Or Southeast Louisiana? No, they're favorite. Pl- they're, the Southeast is a one-point favorite. All right, well, give me. Let me stay with Southeast. I got to go against you, so let's stay with Southeast with the points. Uh, all right. Uh, and then finally, two big ones. North Carolina, Virginia. Virginia, four and a half over the heels. Lincoln, you're on the clock. A statement game. This is what this is what North Carolina needs to, to show that, they, I mean, uh, Virginia needs to cement their number one status. So I like them to win this. All right. So you got Virginia. I'm going to take North Carolina. And then in the Pac-12, Arizona, one and a half over Southern Cal, Lincoln. Uh, Arizona wins that game. All right, I agree. I'll take Arizona as well. All right, there you go. These are the selections. It's going to be a fun week, Lincoln. Uh, you're going to be in Vegas. We'll talk to you from Vegas. Yep, you'll be in Atlantic City holding it down. Yeah, well, not exactly Vegas, but still, it'll be fun. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Take off of work. Drink and enjoy hoops. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. 
If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.